buddy when we're live. Give me a yo buddy when we're live. Well, I know it's just it's loading on. Okay. All right. I want to make sure you heard me. It says that meeting is now streaming live on YouTube. Yo, buddy. Buddy when we're live. Good evening. All right, guests. Good late afternoon wherever you are, and welcome to a very, very special edition of PFA Radio. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Drexel Gerson. Uh, this show is brought to you live from Los Angeles, Chicago, Las Vegas, and somewhere in upstate New York in a farmhouse that, uh, well, we won't get into all that. It is July 24th, and it is now 5.59 Pacific time. Uh, let me introduce you to uh, some of our co-hosts. Uh, in the one seat, my little buddy, also known as PLOL, uh, is here with us from the mean streets of Chicago. Good evening, little buddy. Uh, yeah, hi. Um... I mean, I think it's a little strange to just start off the show right away. I mean, don't you want to go over the intro for 45 minutes? And, you know, <laughs> and, you know we're not, it's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show. Hmm. Uh, in the two seat, we have uh, now you're on mute again. Is this going to be a problem? I see you're on mute. In the two seat, we have a uh, legendary podcast uh, sidekick savant, Trader Ruski. Uh, good evening, Trader Ruski. How are you? Yo, buddy. <laughs> There you go. What's and then, uh, okay, I'm sorry, Trader Ruski, anything else that just the yo buddy for I now? I was just saying what's happening. It's good to be here. Of course, I will not, I'm just muting myself, so there won't be any background noise. Perfect. And in the four seat, uh, although you can't see him, and I'll get to more of that later, we have forum legend, and I really do mean that, legend, uh, one Mr. Sonatine coming from his farmhouse in uh, upstate New York, probably right before the FBI or DEA inevitable raid. Uh, Sonatine, how are you this evening, sir? I'm good. I'm good, my friend. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and a privilege. And for those that are watching this on YouTube, which is the only way to watch it at this very moment, again, I'll get to more of that later. Can you explain your, uh, the? I mean, the viewers can see myself. They can see little buddy. They can see Trader Ruski. What, what do we see here with, with, under your name? Well, uh, this would be uh, the one and only Ricardo, who is basically uh, the living incarnation of all things beautiful and good. So I'm trying to spread some good vibes and, you know, keep the world a better place. Nice, nice. Well, those of you might be uh, asking at this point, this is very, uh, this isn't familiar. This is a lot different than a uh, Dan Druff uh, hosted radio show. And although this is technically Poker Fraud Alert Radio, this is in a way uh, a hybrid show. Um, not only are we streaming on YouTube live, uh, later on, in case you miss it or can't hear all of this show, uh, Druff will be making, converting this into an audio-only show that will be in the regular PFA radio archives. And as I'm sure as you know by now, Druff uh, has, is unable to do radio this week, um, and he asked myself and my friends to uh, do a show in its place, and we gladly all accept it. So uh, obviously chaos is going to rain. So I have some announcements, but these are time sensitive announcements. So I'm going to give it like two more minutes, five after the hour. I'll start saying the announcements, because if you miss this, uh, you're going to be shut out of some great contests and some money giveaways uh, that are going on tonight. And the biggest money giveaway, and we won't give the exact info yet, is going to be from PLOL. And that's going to be in the form of 
Zed? Is it Run Zed? What's the proper name of this horse thing you got into? Is it uh, Run oh, Zed Run? Oh, Zed Run. Just Zed Run. Okay. Yeah. So I will, you know what? Let me go ahead now. And it's posted in the radio. Is the Zoom call number in the radio thread or is it in the secondary? I think it's in the secondary thread, correct? Yeah, it's, it's in the, the thread. Okay. So there is, if you're listening now live and you want to participate in any of these contests, so you don't have to write down these numbers, in the thread about a $500 contest on PFA Radio, there is a meeting ID and a password uh, for, for Zoom. You have to have the Zoom app on your phone, mobile device, uh, tablet, computer. Unfortunately, because of the way we're running this show and the fact we don't have uh, the correct, uh, what is it, stereo mix, uh, we have to do this show through Zoom. We can't do it the way Druff does, so don't call any of those numbers, uh, none of those call-in lines that he likes to talk about. None of that's going to work tonight. So I will say it once now, and I'll say it again in about two minutes. The meeting ID, again, via Zoom, is 881 881- zero four five eight nine one three eight that's eight eight one zero four five eight nine one three eight and the password is two one five nine seven seven that again the password is two one five nine seven seven and don't call in just yet but definitely either write that number down or look on the five hundred dollar contest radio thread so and I, put that, I put that in the YouTube comments too. So if you're watching on YouTube, just look at the comments and you'll see the meeting ID and passcode. Perfect. Okay. So let's get right into the thick of things here. We have three contests that are going to be uh, available tonight. And these aren't going to be like any contests that uh, you've ever been a part of on any Druff uh, radio show. Okay. The first contest we're going to have is the normal one that we do, but there's of course going to be a little, uh, little caveat to it. And the first one is, of course, we are going to have a free roll tonight. Uh, the free roll starts at 645, approximately 45 minutes from now. Uh, it is no limit hold'em. And it will be the exact format. I think it's what, 15 minutes late registration. Same thing that there always is. And in that regular free roll prize pool, there's going to be a $51 prize pool. Uh, it's going to be paying three spots. But hold on. Before you just say, oh, ho-hum, $51. Who gives a shit? Uh, and by the way, thank you to uh, Uno for forfeiting your unclaimed winnings. Uh, thank you to Player123 for forfeiting your unclaimed winnings. And thank you to KitKat for donating $15 of that $51 prize pool. And thank you to BallHawkNet for donating 10 So $51, regular free roll. But this listeners and viewers is where it gets interesting what we're gonna do is tonight my little buddy and when i say my little buddy that's also slang for pllol who by the way is currently on uh what do they call it when they let a prisoner out like for like a work release there's a word uh uh what, what's the word they had that michael Embanati when he was out of prison there's a, uh, like a furlough so alex basically no it's a fur- furlough right. so my little buddy is on a furlough now uh, meaning that he's only eligible to be on a part of PFA radio and the free role that he's going to play in just for tonight. And once the show ends and we hit the off button, uh, he goes back, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, as a user in bad standing. But that's that's not for that's not for you know, an hour to talk about. That's for another day, unless you want to add something, PLOL. 
no, I mean, you know, I, I was banned from PFA for, uh, you know, threatening to brutally murder and assault one of Drew's best friends. Well, so it's not uh, nice. Uh, no, but no, you showed nice. remorse after. Uh, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I mean, I don't say you didn't have it coming, but you and know, you know I, people are going to think this is a troll, but it's really actually true. You can't make this shit up. Well, but anyhow, so for tonight and tonight only, P L O L radio. So no, I'm he's here. not. P L O L is going to be playing in this free roll with a fifty-one dollar prize pool, and we are putting a. 79 50 and 50 so we'll just round it up to 80 there's gonna be a 130 dollars bounty on plol and i want to thank two individuals i want to thank daily for donating 80 dollars into that uh bounty and i also want to thank smi florida for donating 50 so all together there's going to be a 130 dollars bounty on plol all, all you gotta do is knock them out and you have to of course be in good standing and follow all the Druff Furo rules. But this is, I told you, remember I said it's going to get interesting? This is what happens. Now, normally you put a bounty, some guy wins a bounty, and you know, he reads on the radio thread, oh, there's a $130 bounty on someone. I, I win it. I'm not posting it. If you look on the radio threads, if you look on the twits, the Twitter, the, the what's the other one that the kids use? The tech talk, um, the TikTok? Tick, what, I honestly, I don't know what TikTok. TikTok. When? You ain't going to see any of this. Okay, you won't hear nothing about no PLOL $130 bounty because it's only being said live on radio. And this is what has to happen. So please listen very carefully. If you're listening live and you knock out PLOL tonight in the free roll, you will get $130 if by 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, you PM me on poker fraud alert not by any other means i don't want you calling me at the house using one of those what are those sites where they can find you the intel sites none of that nonsense because that's happened before you have to pm me on poker fraud alert and the subject you have to list yo buddy those exact two words you have to write yo buddy and then in the body of the pm you have to say i and then your name your poker name knocked out plol give me my 130 dollars. okay but again if you don't message me by 3 p.m. or sorry, 3 a.m. Pacific time this morning, okay, and mention that you knocked out PLOL and specifically it has to say in the subject, yo, buddy, then you will not win, even if you knocked him out. Then this is what happens. At 3.33 a.m., I will start taking PMs from everybody else that wants to say, well, maybe the guy that won first, he's a Russian, he doesn't know English, he ain't listening to no YouTube hybrid show. So... You, anyone then, can message me from 3.33 a.m. Pacific time on, okay? And then in the subject, they have to write, what, what do they need to write, little buddy? Uh, yo, buddy. Okay, well, no, that's the, the same one. We have well, I mean, you, you didn't like my other suggestions. So okay, I... well, give me another suggestion. Uh, giddy up. Okay, giddy up. So then you have to write giddy up in the subject and then just write your name on the poker site. And if you're the first person from 3.33 on, according to this timestamp and the original bounty person didn't, is it listening now? Which is a good chance. It's a good chance. Starts in 40 minutes. You might never know there's a bounty. Email me or PM me from 3.33 AM on. And if you're the first person, you're going to get that money. If no one does anything, then no one gets any money and I will buy pizza. So, okay. 
Then you're thinking, wow, this is great. We have a free roll. I can maybe win $130 if I'm listening. I knock out, but there's even going to be more if you can believe this. Now, do you remember a few moments ago, I gave out a Zoom phone number and a password. The reason why I gave that out is in approximately, what do we got? 51 minutes from now, 51 minutes at 7.01 a.m., we're going to be giving away or we're going to be offering a $500 free roll on this site, on this show, 500 bucks, no strings attached, no buy-ins. It's pretty simple. Now, uh, little buddy, would you like to explain this or do you want me to explain it? What they have to do to enter and to possibly win 500 of our dollars? Yeah, I mean, you can go over it. Okay, so this is what's gonna happen. At around, we'll say 6.52, maybe 6.53, about give or take seven minutes before 7.01 p.m., Pacific time, you need to call up on the Zoom number, and I'm going to list it one more time real fast. It is 881-0458-9138 with a passcode of 215977. And if you missed that, it is in the contest thread. So we're going to have users, a maximum of two. The first two that call after 6.50 p.m., they will come on the air, and Alex will give them a list of horses that are going to be virtually racing, one of which Alex owns. You can also, again, look on that contest thread and you'll see the horses by clicking on the corresponding link. Once you do that, you're going to pick a trifecta. For those that aren't inclined and know what a trifecta is, that means you have to pick three horses in order to come in that exact order. So if you pick the eight horse, the two horse, the five horse, then the finish has to be eight to five. Okay, not 852, not 258 has to come in that exact order. The only exception to all this or the only other rule to all this is Alex has a horse, of course, that's racing. And of course, we want to root on Alex's horse because this is a $2,000 race. So Alex, what is the name of your horse? Well, I have two different horses. In the first race. Okay, in the first race, um, my horse is going to be, now watch me, Nene. Okay, very Um, nice name. That'll be at 7.01 p.m. uh, Pacific time. Uh, the second race at 7.43 p.m. Pacific time uh, is going to be plop. Okay. So the first race, you have to pick three horses. They have to come in that exact order. And it doesn't matter if you pick to win, place, or show, but you have to have Alex's horse, which in the first race is Watch Me Nene, okay, to come in either first, second, or third. You have to pick two other horses. If it comes in that order, you get $500. But we'll do it while the show's even on the air, won't we, at little buddy? We'll give it to them on the show's on the air if they hit it. Not a, not a big deal. So you could then say this, this might be like the first legitimate radio race war of the yeah, site. Absolutely. So, so whoever then, wins the race war, 500 bucks, boom. Absolutely. So two users can call in, pick their two different combinations of horses, and then we'll have a sweat on the air. 500 bucks if you hit it. Just like hitting a trifecta at the track. It happens every day. So then we'll go on with our agenda. And then again, about 40, 44 minutes later, 43 minutes later, There'll be a second race, and this time, Nene, because, you know, horses even virtually can't race back-to-back. They get tired. Uh, Plop, or P-L-O-P, will be the name of the horse in the second race, and everything is the same. Pick three horses. The Plop horse has to finish first, second, or third. You can pick. Pick two other horses. If it comes in that exact order, another 500 bucks. So, technically, we're giving away uh, 1000 or potentially $1,000. Trader Ruski, what are you doing there? Can you sit still? You're making me antsy here. Look at him. I'm it looks like he's... If you see, I'm asking if you see the caller. 
I don't see anyone calling in, and it's well, not there, that there is, there is. Oh, I do see it. I see. I right? see it now. I don't know yeah. if you know that okay. person. Okay. But... Well, hold on. But this is not the right time to do that. So we're gonna we're gonna snap ship them away. We're not doing call-ins yet. Okay. It's we'll very... just leave them in the waiting room. Okay. You're in the waiting room. Okay. So that's what we're doing for contests. I'm not gonna go over it again. You had to be listening. Uh, but there's potentially a thousand. Then uh, one. What did I say? It was one thirty plus 80 so that almost twelve hundred dollars we're giving away potentially and then alex could probably be talked into giving away one of his used cars he's done that before in radios let's just see how things go okay anyhow guys thank you all for watching uh and listening we have a great show tonight uh instead of doing what we normally do uh on pfa radio which is going through an agenda we're just going to kind of get right into it and just go item by item and not individually talk about each item on the agenda and then go back and just start it. So I guess the biggest thing, Oh, you know, I'm so sorry, Alex, Trader Ruski, Sonatine, please forgive me. I did not, I, I, I'm embarrassed. I did not even think our other sponsor tonight, the uh, company that's made all this possible. That's, you know, these zoom calls cost money. You have to actually pay to have a subscription to do this. Uh, if you don't want to be off in like 18 minutes, uh, Alex, why don't you tell them who our sponsor and who the show tonight is brought to you by? Uh, yes, we do have a sponsor for our show, and that is um, Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda uh, Zero Sugar. Thank you very much. So thank you, Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda Zero Sugar for the Zoom hookup. Uh, Trader Ruski, do you want to give a shout out to our sponsor? A shout out to the sponsor that uh, PLOL just mentioned we appreciate you know it. can you say the name of our sponsor please politely and and just correctly it's the dr pepper no so, it's diet the start over diet diet, diet dr pepper uh-huh zero caffeine no zero. <laughs> so diet <laughs> diet dr pepper cream listen we're not going on further until you say it. diet dr pepper cream soda zero sugar okay diet dr pepper cream soda zero sugar very good and now, and oh and and brand oh my god what's the drop Brandon, we do have the person in the waiting room. Should we let him in? And no. They're yeah. gonna have, well, listen, a lot of what this show is, is following simple instructions. So when we said calls are at 651, that means 651. Now, I guess we could, do you want to let them in so we could admonish yeah, them okay. and hang up on them? Well, just, you know. Maybe. Well, because we're not, this isn't, okay. Breaking story. Caller, Mark, I won't say the last name. I don't know if that's even your name. Probably not. Mark, uh, caller, you're muted right now, so unmute yourself, and the floor is yours, however briefly. Caller, you have about five seconds. And it is possible, by the way, that he might have bailed because uh, I walked away just because of the waiting room so long. Okay. So how, do we, how do we boot this? I can remove them. I got it covered. Okay, all right. Uh, we will be taking calls in approximately 35 minutes. Okay, so Sonatine. Before we get into the agenda, do you want to give a shout out and thanks to our sponsor, please? Well, you know, Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda Zero Sugar has been a big part of my life for years. Um, you know, they, you know, I went through rough times. They were there. Uh, they sponsored me in NA. And, um, you know, I feel like I owe them. And uh, I, I want to thank them right now for making the world a more beautiful place. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to stick with each other and, and help each other through these dark hours that are ahead. Now, not to bring up a sore spot or a sore moment in your life, um, you know, but it's pretty common knowledge that you have a diabetic left foot. Uh, everyone kind of knows that, but, but what they probably don't know 
is that the uh, diet, <laughs> the diet Dr. Pepper cream soda zero sugar actually saved your diabetic or pre-diabetic right foot. Um, do you want to just expand on that for a moment? Yeah, so I was in Bangkok, and um, you know, it, it's a funny thing because the word diabetic means something very different there. Mm -hmm. So um, I wasn't feeling so hot, and um, this 22-year-old Thai girl comes over, and she's like, "I know exactly what you need to feel better." At first, I was like, "Okay, so you know, I, the condoms are over there. Like, let's do this." And then she pulls out this uh, plastic bag filled with this amber liquid. I didn't know what it was, mm -hmm. and um, she points my left foot. And I'm like, okay, wait, I, you know, it's like, I'm not ready for this sort of commitment. I don't know where this is going. I, we don't really know each other. And then she assures me that I'm going to feel like a new man when it's done. So I say, okay, wow. you know, let's do it. It's an adventure, right? You know, you only live once. And I didn't know this in Thailand, diet, Dr. Pepper, cream, soda, zero sugar comes in bags. And they oh. don't tell you this in high school. So it's like, I was totally unprepared going into this. She takes my left foot. And she very tenderly and gently dips it into the bag. And I know what you're thinking, like, you know, how long can a man last under those circumstances? I'm here to tell you that I entered a Zen-like trance and I came Jesus. out of it completely unable to speak Thai, which is super weird because I went over there with the intention of, of being a local and getting with the, with the culture. And I came out of this experience able to speak a more universal language, the language of love. Wow. Salatine don't know no Thai. What movie is that from? Anyone know? Jack don't know no Thai. Anyone know? I would say uh, um, the one with uh, Bradley Cooper. With no, 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 no. Meet any Salatine? Do you have a guess? Jack don't know Thai. I. You know what? I want to know oh, what. Little, I know what it is. Meet the parents, referring to yes. Robert De Niro, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Very good. Okay. All right. Well, Salatine. So. Suffice to say, although obviously there's nothing that can be done about your left foot, your right foot is okay now because of the. Yeah, I'm going back next year. Right foot's okay. up next. And uh, God Very only good. knows. Okay. So listen, the top subject this week, everyone's been talking about it. Um, you know, obviously it's, it's very sad is Lane back to back flack was found dead uh, earlier this week. Um, not much. I, I, I guess the only thing that's been released, uh, at least that I saw, was that uh, a friend apparently found him at home around three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, dead, deceased in his home. One can only assume he probably had plans with that friend and he didn't show up and the friend was worried, uh, although that's just speculation on my part. Uh, to the best of the three of you guys, to your knowledge, has anything else been released? Any other details? Because that's all that I've seen. That's uh, a question, no, I guys. Seen anything else? And I'd be kind of surprised if we do. I just think they're gonna, you know, family matter. They're gonna keep it quiet. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I think as well. I don't think we'll ever hear more about it. Um, I haven't well, heard. I haven't even seen much out there. I look. Yeah. I mean, I didn't look too deep. But did you search uh, much for it, Brandon? Or well, I, I mean, mean, we know Lane's history. I mean, we can kind of, you know, assume. No, I got you. But I just didn't know. It. I mean, when you say search hard, like I went to a poker forum that is the only poker forum for the most, no offense, Todd, that is the most, <laughs> you know, red poker forum that, you know what I mean? I, that there is, you know, I, I went on poker I, Twitter, but that's it. I didn't, you know, call hospitals. I didn't like look up like, you know, Lane Flax mall, you know, I, I, that's I just, so that's all I saw. Um, 
I mean, listen, I know this is kind of shitty, you know, but it's, it, this is, you know, what I do. I mean, it's radio. It's the truth. Uh, so I have a Lane Flack story, which I, you know, I'm going to tell. I don't think I've ever told this on radio before. It's not a flattering story, but it's my only Lane Flack story. Uh, I never played with him in a poker tournament. Uh, I never played with him in, in a cash game, never hung out with him, didn't know him. 2007, I was at the Bellagio with my then girlfriend. And uh, it's a bad story. Should I not tell it? What do you guys think? I don't want to start off the show with a, what, you know, but should I say it? Is it I think it's fine. Just say it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So listen, so 2007, uh, I'm at the Bellagio. I'm playing, you're going to laugh, but this is just how good games used to be. Cause I'm not a no limit player. I was playing 10, 20, no limit uh, in that lower table out right, like parallel to the high limit section. Anyone that's playing the Bellagio knows the exact table I'm talking about. That's on the ground floor, like right below the high limit section and my girlfriend is at the same table and i don't remember how i didn't know lane flack again and i don't remember how she knew him but you know it wasn't like a romantic kind of way i think you know she had traveled and played some wpts back then and she had met him that way or i don't know whatever it was but i don't know maybe an hour maybe two hours into our poker session lane flack walks into the blasio poker room with a number of players, none of that, or no, number of people, kind of like a posse, to be honest. And you could just tell all of them were just uh, wasted. I mean, they were just drunk. And I, again, I knew no backstory whatsoever, but Lane Flack walked up to my then girlfriend and started rubbing her shoulders while she was playing. And my girlfriend loudly and forcefully said, stop touching me. And, you know, kept doing it. He said, at that point, I still was in my seat, you know, He's rubbing her shoulders. She says it again. Stop touching me, you know, louder this time. And, uh, you know, he backs away for a second and then his friends are talking and they're just making a lot of noise and I'm still on my seat. So another few minutes go by and then he goes back to her and he starts tickling her and touching her like in her stomach area. And then at that point she starts screaming, don't touch me. You know, she's getting, she's really upset at this point. So at that point, then I had no choice. You know, I didn't want to create a scene. I got up. And I got in his face. I don't remember what I said, but I'm sure it was something like, you know, you heard her, you know, what the fuck are you doing? You know, leave her alone. So, you know, it, was a, it was a harsh, whatever, you know, whatever tone stern, I used. Stern, stern. Stern, yeah, it was stern. It was stern. And then he shoved me. And then, you know, I had a couple options in my head. I could punch him. I could just jump on him. I just shoved him even, even harder. And then within like a couple seconds, his friends just, tried to like run towards me but by then like Bellagio not security but like the high limit supervisors had come over and they grabbed me they grabbed him and you know he's yelling all kinds of threats he doesn't even know who I am like there's no chance and he probably never even remembered this the next day but he's cursing at me making threats so then they call security security comes and there's probably 10 security guards the whole staff of Bellagio is, is and that, this is the one thing I didn't want meaning I didn't want this big spectacle. So long story short, after discussion with security and I'm telling them what happened, these fucking people, and this really has always bothered me, they threw me out of the Bellagio. Okay, they kicked me out. I mean, not, not forever, but they told me I had to leave right now off the property. They actually escorted me, had security escort me to my car, and they told me if I came back that night, they would trespass me and have me arrested. I was livid. Like, I, I mean, you know, and listen, you know, again, I know this isn't a pleasant story, but that's my only memory of him. And I'm, you know, and I'm sure look, people, when someone dies, sometimes they like to talk about all the positives and maybe circumvent some of the negatives. But, you know, he had a substance abuse problem. And I'm sure a lot of 
a lot of his behavior. I mean, I'm sure this isn't the only story. I'm sure that's not the only time in his life he did something like that. Um, but what's kind of disturbing is back then they didn't even seem to care what he did to the girl. And if that happened today in 2021, only 14 years later, can you imagine just, you know what I mean? Like you, it's, it's, it's just more of a, more of a statement on how life has changed. Like so fast, like 14 years ago, nothing. They didn't even, they weren't even, they were talking to me. They were talking to him. They weren't even asking the girl, are you okay? What do you want to do? Nothing. No concern for her. It was all about how to defuse this and just get us both out of there. And also in all fairness, they made him leave too. They kicked him out. They had security remove him and his friends. Uh, and that was the only time I've ever been removed from a casino in my life like that. I've never, you know, had a problem. I've never had any outbursts. And I probably saw him again in some casino setting, maybe six months or a year later. No idea who I was. Like, you know, walk past me. Like, you know, you, you just knew. He didn't know. And that's, that's my only memory. And, it, it, you know, it did piss me off for a while because it's just like, really, if he wasn't who he was, there's no way that situation would have been dealt with that way. Like, you know, like, what am I supposed to do? You know, the girl warns him. He still touches her. She warns him again. He still touches her. Then, you know, again, with now with the tickling, which is a lower area of the body, you know, and that she's getting louder. Like, you know, in that situation, I think it was pretty much, you know, called for my behavior. I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you, maybe even you could say that I restrained myself that other people I'm sure would have done more, you know, other people would have literally like swung at him or thrown something at him or, you know, I don't know. Um, well, look, I mean, the good thing, it is all on video, right? So, I mean, you know, and they probably just had to kick both people out, I would assume. I know math. I don't know if Matthew was calling in with the lame no. flat story, but he bailed. That's one thing. Okay. No, we're not, yeah, we're not taking, if we take calls right now, it's just going to make the show longer I, than we I need. I just it. thought somebody might have a lame flat story. That's, I should have known. Okay. No, but one yeah. step, you, one step. Why don't you call back no. in? No, he's uh, not calling back. He's done. Why? Because he's going to be, right? Because he's oh, going to be. Okay. All right. So anyhow, uh, again, you know, I don't, I really don't mean to shit on someone who just died, but that's my truthful, honest to God, but the only it's interaction right. I ever had with him. I don't know so, that that's shitting on him. It's telling a story. Maybe yeah. it's not so flattering. I think, you know, my impression of him, I probably, I don't know if I, I don't think I ever played with him, but yeah, seemed like an okay guy. Seemed to stay up way too, like, drink. You know, some people drink and stay up way too long. Like, they should have passed out an hour ago. You know, and then the people that do that can be in trouble. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, Alex, thoughts? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I have no opinion of Lane Fleck. I mean, I know a lot of people disliked him and he had, you know, drug problems and whatever. Um, I mean, who, who do you think is more hated between uh, Lane Fleck and Joy Miller? Well, you know what? I think that's that's not even a fair comparison. And the reason why it isn't is because way more people know who. But way more people have experiences probably with Lane Flack than they would with Joy Miller. Joy Miller was only part of the poker world for a very short period of time versus a guy that was part of the poker world for 30 years. You know, it's not really a fair comparison. Um, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think it is. Well, I mean, was Lane even around in recent years? I don't remember hearing about him. Um, he wasn't relevant, but I mean, I, I, I you know. I, you know what? I don't know what that even means. I mean, he wasn't relevant in the sense that he wasn't playing in the biggest tournaments and making scores. Um, I don't know enough to say that, you know, he could have been working a day job or he could have been grinding low mid limits. He could have been in another state. I don't know. I don't know where he's been. I mean, I know he hasn't been on the tournament circuit, like, you know, relevant wise, but I don't know about anything else. Yeah. Um, 
And this is something Druff might even have some more info on. So the next show, maybe. Yeah, be a well, I'm sure we'll cover it. A little yeah. deep into that. Sonatine, what about you? What are your thoughts on what I said about his death? Do you have any memories of him? Any? I don't think you have any particular firsthand accounts, but what, what can you add? You know, when I started to get into poker, he was very popular. And I think that if I had to kind of sum up his arc, he was good enough to qualify for all of the traps that are waiting for people who are kind of like semi-pro or pro at poker in that era and not good enough to afford them. So I think he was... He reminds me a lot of Matticell and a lot of all those other cats who were kind of like bawling out and trying to kind of live up to uh, this poker archetype lifestyle. A lot of substance abuse, a lot of gambling, gambling bullshit, a lot of degeneracy that they can't afford. But like the and, peer pressure sonatine, right? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, well, and, yeah. I mean, like, you know, it was on the table for all those guys. And like some of them managed to bank huge sponsorships where they can afford it very but you know the majority of them they just ended up in debt and trying to catch up with sports betting and getting drunk to deal with the losses and blah 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 and it just snowballs for me he's the archetype of those that tribe that never quite pulled off the big money win and just got buried so you know when i think about the negative connotations of that world and that lifestyle i would say he's one of the uh the perfect cautionary tales in my opinion Okay, yeah. and, and by the way, he was in the Poker Go Open just a couple weeks ago, so I guess he was around recently. Oh, wow. Um, and, and also, when he was playing the 2019 uh, World Series, they said that he was on the wagon, which, you know, who, who knows if he, you know... Yeah, well, way. drug addiction, uh -huh. like any other addictions, are usually things that you're battling constantly throughout your whole life, so... Um, I will say one thing that surprised me, and, you know, I want to give the true side at least as much as I see it, I want to say it was Phil Helmuth. I'm pretty sure it was, but I, but I, I can't say for sure. But a well-known poker personality right after he died uh, stated on Twitter that without a doubt, I think they cited like 1998 to 2002 or, you know, they gave like a four or five year stretch. They said that without a doubt, Lane Flack was the best tournament player in the world at, at that time. And that's before I got, you know, the 99, I wasn't into poker um, I know none of you were. Maybe, maybe, maybe Trader Ruski was. I, maybe Salatine was, but I wasn't. But I, I remember reading that. I'm like, wow. I never knew he was considered that. You know, I knew he had his heyday. I know he had his his moments. But to hear somebody, I, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Helmuth say that he was the best in the world from this period to that period. That says a lot. I mean, I, I didn't. Did you guys ever view him as that dominant that somebody would say for four or five years he was the best poker player in the world? Did you? Did you ever think? I mean, in your head, you kind of did you view him that way? Does that surprise you hearing that comment? I'm having the, trouble buying it. I think he's just kind of being nice. I, I mean, I remember, like, I got into this, what, like 2005 around there, I think. And Flack was always in the WSC, WSOP, like, footage as kind of a contemporary name, but he didn't place a lot. Like, I didn't see him cash a lot. So I don't know. Go figure yeah. Well, okay, I well, think I'm not gonna... too, by the way, you know, if you think about 99 to 2005, you know, that aggressive style, you know, prop was very successful then until people, I think, caught up in 2005 and, and things were kind of flooded. So God, that could have made point. sense. Most of the stuff I, you know, I started playing poker like 1990, Hollywood Park and around LA. And then, you know, and then I guess those years, I don't know. I wasn't uh, too into it because I was just one of my businesses was growing a lot. So anyway. Yeah. 
I'm looking to, to find the tweet, but I can't find it. So, but it, nonetheless, it was. It was you, I think it was telling me it did have a tweet about him. I, I don't remember exactly, but I did see one. Well, yeah. I mean, when somebody passes, they're going to, you know, talk him up a little bit. Sure. Okay. Well, anyhow, uh, and just so people know, we do have a rather large agenda. Plus, we have the horse racing. So, you know, we're not going to cover topics maybe as thoroughly as Druff does or maybe even you the listener or viewer wants but uh, also for those that don't like a very long show we've kind of agreed we want to make this somewhere around two and a half to three hours so uh, unless anyone has anything else to add are you all ready to move on to the uh, next agenda yeah we can move on and we got the free roll starting in 10 minutes oh, very good 15 minutes people can call in for Okay, and you know what? I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna I'm in a good mood, so I'm gonna say it one more time in case you didn't. Should I say it one more time? The free roll bounty information. Sure. Okay, this will be the last time I even talk. How do you get to the free roll? By the way, the free roll is the free roll is fifty one dollars tonight. I understand where on PFA that site. Yeah, it's the it's the normal. It's yeah, it's a normal site. It's a normal PFA free roll. So I will say again, thanks to user very popular user daily. Everyone loves him. Uh, I personally know him, great guy, and a very, very generous also user SMI Florida. Uh, they've combined to donate $130, and they gave me total discretion how to use it, and I decided to put the full $130 on a bounty on my little buddy who will be playing the free roll under the name PLOL. And I'm going to say it one last time. If you knock PLOL out, since there is nothing written in any of the radio threads about this bounty, it's only coming here, meaning you have to listen live. If you knock him out, if you're the one that eliminates him, no matter when it is, unless he wins it himself, you have until 3.33 a.m., okay, so approximately uh, nine hours from now, a little, little less than nine hours, to PM me on Poker Fraud Alert under the username Drexel, and in the subject line write, yo, buddy, exactly that, and then in the body of the PM, write your poker name and the fact that you knocked out PLOL. And once I verify it, you'll get $130. Now, for those that are gambling out there or maybe want to get pick up an extra $130 potentially, it's safe to assume there's a decent chance whoever knocks out PLOL isn't listening to radio or doesn't know about what I'm saying or just tune, tunes in late. So if that's the case, if you message me from 3.33 a.m. It has to be that point on the PFA timestamp from 3.33 a.m. on and in the subject type, what is it again, little buddy? Alex, what do we say? The second one was? Sorry, I was muted. Uh, giddy up. Yeah, giddy up. You have to type giddy, G-I-D-D-Y, and then up in the subject and then the same message, you know, in the body of the PM, right? Uh, did anyone run the free roll? I will go in the order from the time I received it. And if no one claims it by 3.33, you will get to 1.30. I promise you. So that's it. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Um, okay. So moving on, this is, uh, we're going to try to cover all the poker news and Vegas stuff before we move on to other things. The agenda, poker Twitter ablaze this week after sources claim 2021 is going to be the last year uh, that the WSOP is at the Rio. But it may not be moving to where you think. And this is exactly, uh, that's exactly the case. Definitely wasn't moving to where I thought. So, I don't know. You ended up texting me early in the morning, 
uh, PLOL when this broke. Uh, I don't remember what day it was. I want to say it was earlier in the week, but it could have been la- could have been last week. I mean, it was about a week ago. Yeah, I think it's a little over a week now. So, and I'm going to recant what I've read, and I didn't really read more into this because there hasn't been any any more breaking news about this, but please feel free to add anything or correct me. Um, so my understanding is that there is a, a pool league or a, a national pool competition that every year takes place at Bally's in Las Vegas on Las Vegas Boulevard, which is next to Paris. And this national pool competition has been taking place for many, many years, same time every year, late May, early June. And the person, I guess, the go-to person for the pool convention, and when I say pool, I mean billiards, not a swimming pool, uh, allegedly got a phone call or email from somebody that runs the conventions at Bally's and stated that they were not going to be able to honor their contract uh, or they were going to have to end their contract after this year. And allegedly, this person went on further and said the reason why was because the WSOP was going to be moving there the following year and they needed that convention space for WSOP players. Uh, Somebody tweeted this and then, uh, you know, this was posted like in this billiards, I don't know, forum, a poker player saw it. A a little buddy, do you remember who the poker player was? It was somebody known kind of, it wasn't like someone with credibility. It wasn't like just some random troll that no one knew of, but I don't remember who the original, Oh, Andy, was it Andy Hughes? I think it was Andy Hughes. Okay. But it was somebody that, that, you know, it it was basically assumed they were telling the truth. So that's why I also say alleged. So this of course spread on poker Twitter, like a rapid fire and everyone was just, you know, debating the pros, the cons. And at some point, I don't know, poker news, card player, whoever it was reached out to Caesars. And when asked about this, they gave the infamous two words. And those two words were no comment, no comment. So that's not really a, uh, you know, surefire denial. I mean, that's, you know, I, I would, th- what do you think if it, if it was totally blatantly false, they would have just said there's no truth to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think either it's going to move there or they're considering moving it there, but they haven't decided yet, but well, there, there's definitely well, some truth to it. Otherwise they would have just denied it. Well, let me say something, Brandon. Yeah, go ahead. Cause you Nobody. know, I think, I think that, uh, the way the convention business is now coming back post COVID, right? So, I mean, if they have big conventions that want to move in, you know, right. I mean, they probably want to get out of that contract with the pool, but I could see them thinking about putting it there, but if they get an offer from the next huge electronic Uh-oh. show or something, they may have to put it back to, to uh, the real, I don't know. It just seems like that's, I don't know. Well, I mean, Caesars has that brand new convention center that they just opened um, called the Caesars Forum, which is kind of where everybody was expecting the World Series to move to. Um, But I think they don't want to move it there because it's a more expensive location. They can probably book other uh, conventions there. And, you know, they're doing what is to make financial sense for them. Yeah, because look, with them, they can have some flexibility, right? The poker players are going to come. When you're planning a convention, you know, you have to have time for your attendees. You're making a big financial commitment to the hotel and AV. When they own the venue, you know, they can just gamble a little more, I guess. 
No pun intended. You know what I'm saying, right? So. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think they, right, because for the poker players, we don't necessarily care. We're going to Vegas, so whether we go to the Rio or the place across the street, it's not going to make that much of a difference for us, right? Yeah, poker players are going to be less picky. They're going to, you know. Yeah, they're going to go wherever it is. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And it uh, looks like we lost Brandon here. I'm not sure what. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll pop back on. Um, okay, so now we can go a little sideways with the show because he's not here to uh, pull us in. Sondatine and topics or POL? Well, we, we got the free roll starting in two minutes, so I got to go and make sure I'm registered for that. Uh, I might be a little nice. distracted, so I might be, you know, a little easy All to good. knock out, but I am going to try, uh, you know, try my hardest in it. Um, is there late there's late registration did he say yeah i think it's like 15 minutes or whatever it normally is oh brandon yeah i hope uh internet go down you know brandon didn't even address i mean what's going to happen if i win the tournament that wasn't uh and then just assumes i'm gonna get knocked out i mean i could win it then what Exactly. Am I eligible for the, you know, my own bounty or? I think you should get the cash and we should put it all on one of the horses. Parlay it into a huge win. Aping into a digital horse definitely sounds on brand. Like that actually that works, that flies. Speaking of which, big week next week. Eight of the 10 stocks representing 47.79% of the NASDAQ 100 have earnings reports in the next seven days. Wow. It's going to be a monster week on the market. And uh, I'm looking forward to finding really new exotic ways to lose money on it all. <laughs> Which ones, anything stand out? Let's see here. I mean, we got like uh, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, Google, Tesla, Nvidia, uh, I think PayPal and Adobe. Okay, so it's going to be a a, a pretty huge week. Um, Facebook pick of the week, Valentine. I mean, you're buying. I'm short Tesla, and I'm not feeling super like good about it right now, just because like logically, I'm I've got like an eight to one put spread on them, and yeah, I mean in theory it should pay out handsomely, but that's all the more reason to hedge. So I'm kind of nervous. I think um, Microsoft is probably going to be the biggest earner. But if I had to choose the dark horse, I would say Google. I could see Google hitting like 3,000 by the end of the week. And I, I could see Microsoft. How did that, that DOD announcement um, a couple weeks ago? Were the, they uh, the Amazon cloud thing? Yeah. So then Microsoft lost the biz. Like, did the stock take a hit at that point? I feel like that got priced in really quickly. Right. Um, but I mean, I literally don't see any bearish sentiment about Microsoft right now. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know how big a slice of their pie that DOD deal was. And I'm also not sure that the DOD deal is dead. I know oh, yeah. that they got it voided, but I don't know if it's like been no, handed and signed to Amazon. I don't think, no, it's not. And they'll probably get at least, it's, it was a billion a year for 10 years. They'll probably get half of it back. I just thought there was an overreaction the other way. So then I thought like it could be a good one for next week, you know, especially if it had gone down a little bit, but you said they're corrected. I've just been buried on other stuff. So 
I'm not going to follow. That's a good point. I, but, you know, it's, it's one of those classic, classic things like, does it really matter? Like, is there really going to be like, you know, enough concern to actually have them shed price? Because if memory serves, they've been on a good, solid, sustained run. Let me pull up that graph to make sure that I'm not confusing them with somebody else. Here we go. And by the way, we have the horse races starting in about 15 minutes. So we can take calls coming up pretty soon. Um, Trader Risky, I put the uh, link to the race in the chat. Do you I don't want to, to live stream it from Zoom so people can see it? Yeah, we can do that. Although, yeah, I mean, you can you share screen and do it once it starts? I just don't, Mike, this computer I'm on, I just don't know what it's going to try to send. Uh, how do I like hear it's an application or something? In other words, yeah, you, if you, if the, the way to do it would be somebody should, should oh, run it on their computer and screen share. That's all. I think I can do it. I'm going to call Brandon, make sure he's okay. He says he has internet problems. Okay. Can you cut it? Okay. Oh, here he is. Mr. Wallace, or do you know who that is? Do you see the other one, uh, the other Wallace Tana team? Mr. Wallace, yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay, you're on mute. Hi. Um, Hi, welcome back. Thank you. You know, what would be a PFA radio show or any of these radio shows without fail? Uh, I am currently broadcasting to you on my cell phone. I'm doing this on a cell phone now because I my internet abruptly crashed. It's not an issue on my end. It's something with Cox. Um, so this is going to make things interesting to say the least now because I, I'm sorry. Go on. You could just try tethering off your phone. Yeah, I, I, I can do that, but it's going to take a couple minutes to do that. So I want yeah. to come back. Yeah. Um, I apologize for those that are watching. It's just unbelievable that this would happen right now. Uh, I'm what? still looking and there's no internet. And Cox Las Vegas obviously sucks. Anyone that has Cox can understand what I'm saying. Um, but let me do that. So... Should I stay on for the horse racing? And, and can you guys handle that? And I'll, I'll come back in about two, three minutes. What would you guys like to do? Well, don't we have to do the action? Aren't people going to call in? So either way, okay. I would say I would say stay on your phone. Your internet will probably pop back on a few. And then you can bring that up and then just switch. Okay. I can do that. Sorry, it is 649. There is somebody in the waiting room. I think you said they could come in at 650. Okay. Or 850 for PLOL. Should we let them in? Uh, go ahead and let them in. Sure. <laughs> uh, caller or viewer, you are on uh, PFA radio. Oh, Brandon, hold it. Um, they're getting on audio. We just have to wait for the Microsoft to appear. You probably can't see it on your cell. On your cell. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know when they're there. Okay. Now, okay, okay. So, player one, two, three, you can unmute if you'd like. 
Player one, two, three, you with us? You would need to un- Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. I I assume you were calling in for the uh, horse contest, correct? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if I understand it, but I called in for that. Okay, well, we'll, we'll explain it to you. Uh, we still have 11 minutes. So what we're what we're doing here is, are you familiar with Run Zed? Uh, I've only heard what uh, it, you know, Druff has talked about on the radio, but I don't. I haven't used it myself. Okay, so PLOL and Druff as well, and others. Uh, I've gotten into this, and it's basically long story short. It's much more than that, but in essence, it's virtual horse racing. So what we're going to do is we have a race that's going to start in approximately ten minutes, and if you look at your Zoom display on your tablet or computer you'll see all the horses that are racing one of those horses is actually owned by plol and that is uh name what what's the pre i know it's something nene what is it little buddy uh now watch me nene is my horse now watch me nene so what you have to do is he's showing you right now the different horses and you can actually look at the odds which are on the far right is he saying i can't see because i'm on my phone because cox internet sucks uh, can you see the odds, the percentages? Uh, well, th- th- there's no odds, but you can see, uh, you know, their career history. Okay. How many times they got first, second, third. Okay, so good enough. So what you need to do, uh, user or viewer, was it? What was your name? Was it player one two three? Was that what it well, is? You might want that's to right, yeah. Player one two three. Yes, that's right. Uh, okay, so what you have to do is you need to pick three horses. One of them has to be Nene. So you could pick her to be first. You can pick her to be second. You can pick her to be third. And then add two other horses. So give us, you know, it's a it's a trifecta. Have you ever bet on horses in your life? Do you know what a trifecta is? Uh, yeah, like once in uh, Del Mar. Oh, good. How'd you do that day? Uh, I was just doing like, you know, pennies and stuff. I did, did pretty good. Okay, good. Well, maybe you do better today. So you just have to pick three horses. And pick the exact order. So, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but it is a free roll. And you will, you know, people do hit these every single day at racetracks across uh, our great country. Um, so pick three horses. And if you win, if it comes in that order, and we're going to be able to watch it. There's a link that you can stream it and see it yourself in real time. You will receive $500 from uh, majority of it's from Alex. 350 is from Alex. And I am putting up 150 uh, so that's what you will receive. Um, so look at the horses, Alex. Scroll up and down, if you don't mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he can see them. And can you see the screen, uh, player one, two, three? Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. So just, well, again, it doesn't matter. You can choose the Nene horse. You have to pick him to be either first, second, or third. And then okay. pick two other horses. And if that if it comes in that order, you will win $500. Like ASAP. Okay. It will be shipped to you before you even hang up. So let me know when you have your uh, horses. And to make it easy, you could just give us the combinations, like eight, two, three, yeah. or, okay. you know, or what, what horse? I can't even see. What horse is Nene? Seven. Okay, so the seven horse has to be included in one of your three, but you'll just have to give us three different horses. Okay, with the I'll seven do included. Six, three, seven. Okay, six three seven. I think my internet, my internet is still down. Damn it. Okay, six three seven. 
So if my clock is right, we have seven minutes. So if you don't mind, player one, two, three, stay on the line with us. Hang out for about six, seven minutes. And again, just to confirm, you said six, three, seven. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, sounds good. Now, if anyone is listening live or and wants to participate, we the rule that PLOL stated to me before was he would allow up to two entrants into this contract into this contest per race. So if you are watching and you want a part of it, uh, can one of you again give out? Well, actually, I'm not even going to give it out. On the radio, uh, on PFA, there is a thread in Flying Stupidity, Flying Stupidity called uh, Radio Contest Thread. And there is a Zoom number and a password. So it's very simple. So if you want to call in one person only, the next person that Zooms in and wants to, uh, I guess, in a way, compete with player one, two, three, you have about four or five minutes to do so. If not, it will just be player one, two, three in this race. And, and again, Brent, this is... I'll throw in 25 bucks if they get the position of Alex horse, uh, sorry, PLOL's horse, correct. All right. Well, okay. Third for my horse. Is that okay. good? So it this better. Case, he gets third, the player one, two, three, I'd ship him 25, even if he doesn't have to try back. That's a great deal. Okay. So player one, two, three. So what you can do now is if uh, PLOL's horse finishes third, which you have him right now. You can keep that, like, you know, still your 637 is locked in. But if you want to keep him in third or pick another position, if you just hit that and that alone, you're going to get $25 regardless. So do you understand what what, what Trader Risky is doing here? You just yeah. have to pick a position. How many horses are in the race, guys? 12. 12. Okay, so pick basically 1 through 12. Technically, you already have him in third. You can stick with that, or you can kind of hedge and pick another position. Oh, wait, that's 25 no Okay, we'll let him hedge. I'm just that yeah, is that, well, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, what uh, what do you think, uh, player one, two, three? What position do you want to go with? Nene finishing seven. Okay, you got it. So you have six, three, seven locked up, and you have Nene. Watch me, Nene, to finish in seventh. And I think we have what? Do we, what's the countdown? About four minutes, four and a half four, minutes four, to race time. Four minutes. We, we do have another person on the line, Brandon. I don't know if they wanted that name shared, but they can unmute and say who they are. Well, that's great because I can't even see them because I'm on a uh, iPhone about a, I don't know, what is this, maybe a 10-inch iPhone doing radio because Cox Internet sucks. Um, all right, caller, you are, is the caller connected? Yeah, he's here and on video. Welcome. Give me the first name only. Oh, yeah. Someone. Poyak oh. 99. Hey, what's I'm sorry, who are you? Poyak 99. TJ. Oh, hey, nice to see you. Oh, you look familiar. Have I met you? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, oh are you working at the post office? <laughs> That's <you> awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, okay. Well, thank, hey, thanks for calling in. That's great. Um, well, I'm Brandon. Nice to meet you. Sorry about the internet fail. Do you, uh, are you here to gamble on the horses? Of course. Okay, awesome. So, are, are you on a uh, are you on an iPhone? What are you using? A computer, a laptop, tablet? What What are you viewing? Uh, Android. Android. Okay. Yeah, just a cell so, phone. Got it. Okay. So, as you can see, there's a list of horses there, and do you understand the rules? Yep. Okay. So, give me three horses. One of them has to be a seven. I'm going to start off with seven. He's going to win it. Um, Nine. Seven, four, and two. Okay, 
And then for the $25 consolation prize, you can pick whatever you want. What place will seven will the seven horse come in? I'm gonna stick with number one. Wow, I like it. What do you think, Yellow? Oh, this guy's really is confident in your horse. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really appreciate the other guy picking me in seventh, but uh, you know, first is is nice. So now, okay, right. so we have we have about three minutes, and obviously, I don't think there's not a way there's not a way to stream this race yes, on. We yeah, we're gonna be watching it. Oh, so we can actually put it on the Zoom call and people can see it. Okay, it's great. Now, great. Brandon, if you put your thumb to the right, then you'll see four squares. So if you like... Put a gallery view. Oh, I just did that. Now I see everyone. Okay. okay. And then also, we do have two other people in the in the waiting room. I don't well, you know what? Okay. So I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Too late okay. So, so per, per the rule, again, a lot of this is just listening comprehension. Per the rules in the beginning, there's only going to be two entrants allowed per race. So... For the others that are in the lobby now, you're going to have to wait. The next race will be at 7, was it 7.43, PLOL? Correct, yeah. Okay, so make sure around 7.30, and about 30 minutes from now, call back then, and you can get into the second race. We have to limit our liability here a little bit. You know, we're giving away 500 potentially. So please call back kindly, respectfully, in 30 minutes, and you can get into race two. So anyhow, TJ... Uh, obviously mad props to you for coming on in video and you're at work, whatever you feel comfortable with, tell us about yourself or about how you found poker fraud or just whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Give us some insight okay. into who you are. Um, probably about three, four years ago, I started um, listening to um, PFA and, and just thought it's the most interesting uh, radio out there. I love the, I love the length. You know, I don't like these little thirty-minute uh, episodes of, of shit. You like the ten-hour shows? <laughs> no, oh, I I do because I can actually listen to it while I'm delivering mail. So mm. uh, that's great. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Makes sense. And I can actually almost get done with an entire episode in one day. So all right, well we're about <laughs> almost, to kick off almost. here. We got about fifteen seconds. Uh, okay, we'll get back now. to you, TJ. And listen, TJ, player one, two, three, both of you guys, good luck. And if I can see the horse race, I will give play-by-play. Play, but, again, oh, I can see it really good here. So, as you can see, the courses are at their gate. And we need the seven to be in contention just to give us yeah. a sweat. And player one, two, three. Player one, two, three has the six, three, seven combination in exactly that order. And TJ has the seven, four, two uh, in exactly that order. And... Here we go. Oh, Nene's in an early lead. Top three, at least. All right. It's pretty close. This is unreal. I mean, as, I've never seen anything like this. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Have okay. you seen this before, TJ? I've never seen the. This is amazing. Okay, so. Oh, I have not. PLOL, I can't see big enough. You know, I'm on an iPhone again. Give us yeah. wh where are we at? Give us just some numbers. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it looks like the 12 gate and the one and two gate are kind of pulling out. Uh, Nene is in fourth, so yeah, still in contention. Um, okay. How much longer is the 1600 race? 1600 meters, so another minute and a half. Can oh, we have a long race. race. Yeah, this is a 2600 meters. Right. Uh, Come Nene on, Nene. Nene's in second. Nene's pulling up. Are you the jockey oh, no. too? Uh, I have no control over how my horse does. 
um, that, that's a uh, controlled by an algorithm. Well, you bred him and you did all the what have you. Oh, you I fed know. him. Oh, Nene's fading. No, I, she's in fourth. Well, that purple oh, horse is really. That's, uh, Come on, Nene. Oh, the eight horse is breaking out. The post worker gave all his confidence and oh come on, Nene. Oh. He's going back. There's no way. There's no way the number one horse passes the piss test. <laughs> I'm sorry, TJ. Does does player one, two, three have a sweat? I guess not, because well, maybe he finishes seventh. I don't think anybody had the eight though. Oh yeah, you could get third for yeah, you could get seven. Well, there's still a lot of race. There's still a lot of race left. There's a little bit of track left. Five hundred meters now. It's not looking good for Nene. God, he was due too. Yeah. Now, did you watch Let It Ride yet? uh, Uh, No, it's on my to-do list. Sonatine, was I correct that you had seen that? I'm sorry, seen what? Let it ride with Richard Dreyfus. I don't think I ever have. Um, oh, such a legendary movie. TJ, okay. one, two, three. Have you guys seen it? No. Oh, oh that's what. Uh, no, I haven't seen that. All right, what is what is the official? Oh, I guess we're gonna see it in a second. It looks like no one's gonna win, unless the Nene finished seventh, maybe. No, I think it was a uh, ten. We're gonna see it in one second, boys and girls. So Nene finished. It's the horses are. What's the, what's the exact com, what's the exact combination? Uh, well, it doesn't tell me their gates. It was it was the eight horse that that won. Uh, okay. Well, no one had the eight, so it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. And Nene finished. Oof. There we go. Ten. Yeah. No good. All right. Well, player one, two, three, thank you for playing. And uh, sorry, your horse didn't win. And thank Thanks. you for watching. Thanks. was a fun sweat. Okay. You have a great evening, and I hope you continue listening to the show. And uh, Will do. If you, haven't, if you haven't entered the free roll yet, it uh, I believe late registration is still going on. TJ, are you still with us? Well, I'm, I'm still here. Listen, I'm sorry you didn't win. Uh, it's all can, good. Can you play the poker free roll while you're uh, – uh, Yeah, go on. Going back and forth uh, keeps nice. timing me out. That's, that's great. Because I was watching the horse race, but <laughs> well, well, listen, I'm going to use my executive authority here. I don't think little buddy uh, will be upset. TJ, if you want to call back in about 30 minutes or so, I am going to give you a free buy into the second round, in the second race. Because listen, you are a government employee. We need to supplement your income as best we can. So if you want to call back in about 25 minutes, you get a comped entry into the second race. I want to make an exception for you, okay? All right. I appreciate it. Okay. If, and if not, and if not, obviously, thank you for listening and being a part of PFA Radio. Glad you like the long shows. Druff is going to, I'm sure, watch this, and he'll be happy to hear it. And just thank you very much for calling in and playing. Nice to meet you. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Yep. Okay. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> He's like working. I love it. And he's playing the free roll. That's great. That's great. That's all. You got to admit, that's great. So, okay, guys. So, I still don't have internet. So, I want you to understand I'm going to do the best I can here, but I can't even pull up things. Um, So, I don't know. Do you think, should I teeter my phone with 
my hotspot on my phone? Is it enough to like run Zoom and like will the signal be decent enough? You think? I've done it. I've done it on Verizon and it's worked great. Okay, then give me about. I'm gonna disconnect. Let me just reconnect. Give me about two minutes and I'll be back. Okay. Oh, so go on, please, because because there are a lot of people that want to hear the agenda stuff. So go on with the discussion about the pros and cons about uh, the potential real move, and I will join you shortly. Okay. Right. Okay. Good. Right. So Jay and Jay and uh, the other person who's in the waiting room, come back in for the horses, or even if you want to call in about this, but. PLOL, what we're going to talk about the uh, potential of the of the venue moving? Uh, sure. I mean, people had been talking about the World Series moving. Um, you know, they weren't expecting it to move to Paris slash Valleys, which is where we now think it's going to move. Um, my opinion is that it would be better off going to the convention center that Caesars built. Um, but I think if it's not going to go there, I think that moving where it's moving is still an upgrade over the Rio. Um, I know Brandon feels differently. He thinks that uh, parking is going to be a big problem and uh, it's going to be, he, he thinks it'll be a big hassle for, for locals. Um, I think that's not a big deal. I think the average World Series uh, player is going to be better off they're going to come for a week and they're going to stay on the strip and they can you know go walk if they're you know staying on that block or even a block over which is like all caesar's properties um i think it'll just be more convenient for them um yeah. you know, the rio is kind of off by itself and it's you know very run down and uh, i think it'll be an upgraded facility now has anybody brought up because this is one thing i'd kind of be concerned about you know, it's much easier to jump into the Bellagio tournament or, or one of the other tournaments if the World Series is on the strip. You know what I'm saying? You kind of commit to going to the Rio and they've got their customer out there. I think that has to be some type of consideration. What do you uh, think? Yeah, well, I mean, the location where it is, everything that's adjacent to it is owned by Caesars. I mean, you got Planet Hollywood is next to it. Then you go north a little bit and it's the flamingo link well, but i'm more talking venetian win yeah i mean right because i mean right i guess and bellagio those would be the three main threats i guess aria maybe but yeah i mean you know people can go play there anyway even if it's at the rio um i don't think that'll be a big problem for them now parking i would say yeah, it would be better where Bally's is. I mean, I, I know it's obviously better Rio, but, you know, there is kind of some back parking there on that side. Like, if they were on the other side of the strip, I think they'd have limitations there. Yeah, so Bally's and Paris share a parking garage. Um, and in addition, behind, you know, on the other side off the strip is an employee uh, parking lot that they have that they could potentially open up for, you know, overflow parking. So, you know, I know Brandon's gonna say there's, you know, not enough parking spaces by uh, Bally's in Paris, but uh, I think it'll be okay. And, you know, these days, most people just take a lift or they take an Uber. So I don't hey, think parking's gonna be a good deal. You know, it'll be, it'll be, you know, it kind of grew through Horseshoe and then went to Rio and, you know, whatever's next. Yeah. 
you know, I wonder if they're thinking of that as the next home or just like a transition for a couple of years. It would be interesting to hear what they're thinking. What do you think, Sonatine? Sorry, what was the question? Well, just that if, in other words, if they're, if they're think, right, so that the World Series grew up at Horseshoe and then it moved to Rio. And then are they looking at this next move as kind of the next home or maybe a transition where they see, okay, we're going to go from, so Brandon, we're talking about just the WSOP kind of growing at the Horseshoe. Got it. And the big move was to Rio. And then that was for a number of years. So then when they move it again, you know, are they thinking about what this Bally's thing potentially is the next home or maybe just a way to transition it to the strip and then maybe find the home for it? What do you think? Uh, before I begin, can, can you guys hear and see me okay? I'm using this through my phone now. Yes, no problem? Yes. Okay, good. Um, well, okay, I don't know if you guys addressed this because obviously I was not on air, but it was, it was well assumed by pretty much everyone that once the uh, new convention center that Caesars was building was built, that's where the WSOP would move. Now that was never stated by WSOP. Um, but that's, I mean, that was my assumption. I kind of just assumed that I, do you guys think the same? Well, yeah, but, and that was pre pandemic, you know, again, there was just a big backup and I think that whole business changed a little bit, right. That was probably their intention. But then they had, you know, 16 months of no major trade shows. And now everybody's probably trying to book something. So okay. schedule. So this is what I wanted to talk about. When I first heard uh, the news, my initial response was I didn't like it. And I'll get to that. You know, we'll, I'll talk about more of my reasoning. And again, that's the reasoning of someone that lives here, that lives in Vegas, which I guess I can understand why it'd be different from somebody that uh, is an out-of-towner. Uh, Alex, your initial response was that you thought it was a good move. You, you liked it. You were happy about it. Is that correct? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Trader Ruski, when you first heard the news, what was your first initial thought? I thought that's where they had been talking about the whole time. And Wait, you I thought, thought that they were always going to be moving to? Well, I, I knew there was a convention center that was opening on that part of the strip. I, I you know, I, I, the, C, the Caesar Forum things, I just don't follow it as close. Okay, but, but the question is, what was your initial response nonetheless? Did you think, yay, goodbye Rio, like I'm happy it's at Paris, or oh no, this is going to be more of a headache. What was your initial thought when it, it seemed I, like? I was, I was thinking, yeah, it'll be interesting and new. I don't know. I was, I was kind of sick of the Rio because the rooms are such shit. I don't want to stay there. Even when I stay in other places, it is kind of easy to get in. I know all the back roads, you know, so I just think from that standpoint, it'll be different, but I'm hoping that they, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's, I, I have no opinion really. Sonatine, uh, and obviously you can speak on behalf of Jerome as well. Uh, what was your initial thought when you heard the news? I mean, the Rio is such an unbelievable dump. Like I had one of the worst meals of my entire life. Like I went out there and, you know, I'm spending a lot of money. I'm doing the WSOP thing. And like, I remember I woke up and I was like, I'm going to splurge. They've got like a $27, like cinnamon French toast breakfast. And I'm like, Ooh. this sounds like a great way to start the fucking day. So I ordered that shit. It comes up an hour later. It's five pieces of cinnamon toast with butter on them and like some syrup, nothing else. 
Like I like the coffee was extra. There was like no fruit on the side, no bacon. It was literally like a joke breakfast. So from that point on, I've just kind of been doing what I can behind the scenes to make sure that the Rio loses the WSOP. So for me, this is all, you know, potentially a, a good thing. I want to see this event move to a place that's got a cinnamon toast breakfast that does justice to the legacy of the sport. That's all. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so, okay. Again, this is a perspective of someone that lives here. So my views are, are going to be different than PLOL, Trader Ruski or uh, Sonatine. So the first thing that came to my mind was parking is horrific at this property. They have a shared garage for both places. Okay. Meaning the Paris and Bally share a garage. And I've been in that garage and it's one of the worst, if not the worst garage out of all the strip properties. It's, it's a terrible garage. Um, when you park, when you get out and you're on your way home, you literally sometimes count your blessings that you didn't hit anyone. No one hit you, uh, that you found a space to begin with that, that, you know, nobody, uh, no one, uh, destroyed your car. I mean, there are even some rumors that that parking garage was where Batman's family was killed. I mean, I'm just saying it's, it's just, okay. So the first thing that crossed my mind was parking. I like the fact that at the Rio, uh, not only was parking free and we can get to that in a minute, but there was plenty of parking in the convention center in the back or in the front or in the garage. And maybe I get it. That's part of one of the benefits of having a fell property is that it's easy to park at a fell property because no one's there. Uh, but parking was plenty. It was easy just to navigate. So the second thing I thought about after parking was food. Okay. Now I guess it's safe to say they're going to have to bring in like a food kitchen uh, because even with hour long dinner breaks, you know, sometimes less 45 minutes uh, you know, it's going to be hard to get to a restaurant, you know, walk from where you are. You don't know where you're, you're in Bally's you're in planet Hollywood or planet Hollywood. You're in Paris, you know, walk to a restaurant, you have to you know, order, eat your food real fast, walk back. I mean, and, and you know, no things will be more efficient in a year in terms of staff and whatnot, but that still could pose some problems. The third issue is imagine, and you know, I know this isn't a big issue. It's not an issue at all for me or any of you, but for the players that multi-table or multi-tournament, you know, and there are a lot of players that are in these, you know, million dollar, sometimes six figure bracelet bets and they're playing two tournaments you know now you got to walk you know whereas you before you have a five minute three minute walk now you're walking from one property to the other uh it's going to cause utter confusion and then the fourth thing i thought about was in essence for six weeks you know maybe a little longer because of the main event poker players are basically going to take over these properties it's going to almost be a like a zombie apocalypse of hoodies and, 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 you know, I guess earbuds, headphones, and, and sunglasses that are just all over these casinos. And I'm sure the other guests are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, why are we staying? You know, I don't know. It's just, you know, thousands and thousands of, of poker players just descend on, on an area like that. Okay. And then the last thing is, and I, you know, and I, I get this, but it's just, this is going to happen. You're going to see, especially on Friday and Saturday nights, uh, especially when they have their, you know, stimulus tournaments and their low buy-in that just brings in, you know, the college roommates and, and just all the recreational poker players from all over the world, you're going to see three, four, $500 nightly rates for standard rooms at these properties. I mean, and it's also going to inflate the costs all around. Um, so I don't know. I, you know, 
I guess out of all the things I just said, for me at least, living here, the main thing was I like the ease of being able to get in and out. I also like the fact that the Rio was the only Caesars Park property that didn't charge for parking. And that's another thing. How are people going to feel if they have to pay $20, $30 every single day they're down there? Because, you know, we don't know if there's going to be like a parking pass for poker players, but the way things are going with this city, with the nickel and diming, if I had to, if I had to wager, I would probably say that for the average Joe, that's not going to be the case, meaning that you'll have to pay for parking. Um, you know, or if you're staying, you know, somewhere down the street that you have to pay, it's just, it's just the way it is. Think how fast they went back to charging for parking. We're not even out of the pandemic yet. Um, so anyhow, those are my thoughts and I, that's all I'll say in it so we can move along, but I will pass it back to each one of you for any closing thoughts, uh, starting off with UPLOL. Uh, yeah, I do have some responses to what you said. Um, I understand you think- well, I don't think I care for your tone. Well, I, I don't really care what you think. Uh, <laughs> I, I know you think uh, parking is going to be a problem, but, uh, you know, they have the garage there and they also have... It's a garage for two properties. Okay. You, and also Planet Hollywood is next door. So go, you can park at Planet Hollywood. And in addition, there's another... Oh, okay. Then you know what? Then you don't know Vegas very well. Because if you park in the Planet Hollywood garage and you try to walk to Paris, you know how long that walk is? Even though it's next door, the way that is designed, that ain't no easy walk. That's a 30, 40 minute walk. I promise you it is. I don't think nobody... Okay, well, you know what? Poppycock to you. Okay, well, I'm kidding. That's how you feel. It's not as easy and, as you and, think. And there's a, there's a parking lot. There's a surface lot that is behind, you know, where the tram station is that they use for employees now. They can open that up. Ain't no po they, poker players in no surface lot parking. What are you well, thinking? Well, there's their surface parking at the Rio. So, you know, what's the difference? Um, All right. Okay, your, your other what point. About food? That, what about food? Yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, well, you, you were talking about, uh, you know, people who are multi-tabling these tournaments. Um, my suspicion of what they're going to do, they're going to have probably the World Series events at Paris. And then at Bally's, they'll have, you know, their deep stacks and, you know, their nightly tournaments and all the other stuff. So I think most of the World Series stuff is going to be at one place and probably Paris since that's the nicer property. And... I think you're overestimating how long of a walk the it is. A relatively nicer property, but okay. Well, it's certainly nicer than the Rio. Um, and, and I think you're overestimating how long of a walk it is to get from Paris Convention Center to the Bally's Convention Center. It's only like a five minute walk. Do you know that or you're just Yes, because, because um, Chad, Holloway, Chad Holloway went on live video and he toured both of the properties and he timed how long it took him to walk from one uh, area to the other and it was five minutes which is actually shorter than some of the walks at the Rio where you're walking through that long hallway where it can take you know 10-15 minutes to get through um, so I, I don't think that's an issue um, and in terms of food I mean you know they have some food options at alleys in Paris right now and I'm sure they'll build out a poker kitchen um, and also they just have more space at uh, Paris and Ballets compared to uh, the real they actually have more square footage in the convention center so uh you know overflow will be less of an issue okay they have, they have well, your chicago pizza place there too plol don't they is that that famous uh, chicago pizza that uh yeah yeah giordano's they got at uh Valley's, that's true now brandon let me ask you can is that like a tram stop so is it easy yeah. to like 
just take the tram if you want to stay like at the Westgate or something. That's, um, that's another point. Yes, there is a tram stop that's right there by the convention center or, you know, by the, uh, you know, the Paris. Yeah, convention. but uh, listen, okay. How many people are, 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 are taking? Not, not, to, not a lot, but you could, to... you could theoretically stay at I mean, the Westgate or, you know, even MGM or whatever. Right? Well, you could. There are people that theoretically stay there. They stay at the Stratosphere. They stay at the Sahara. They stay downtown. I mean, it's it's. it's Brandon, okay, well, you're staying right. at the MGM Grand, right? You could hop right in the shuttle without leaving the hotel, go right over one stop, and then get out and go in. I think no. Yes. So then that opens up 5,500 rooms or whatever that are very easy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I look. Bottom line is the. It'll be interesting to see how much fail there is. There was still fail when they had been at the Rio, you know, for how many years that was. So let's kind of hope they're planning and they have a real opportunity to, to kick some butt and have it really organized and great. If yeah. they have to do it, so. Yeah, I mean, I think just overall, it's going to be an improvement. I would still rather it be at, you know, the Caesars Forum, which is their new convention center, but... Uh... Now, why would they name it? You know, I'm glad you said that. Why would they name it Caesar's Forum when they actually have a forum in Caesar's? You don't think it's a little confusing? Yeah, I, I don't know why they did that. Imagine the sign: Caesar, Caesar Forum that way. Caesar Forum that way. Right? <laughs> you know, it's like the convention center, Caesar Forum convention center that way. The Caesar Forum shops that way. People are going to get all confused. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. Um... Well, that's my feeling. Okay, uh, Sana team, so we can move along here. What what final thoughts? What's no. your rebuttal or your feeling after hearing all of us give our views? I'm reserving my opinion until I find out where they're at with like the cinnamon French toast situation. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, uh, we shall see. And again, for those listening, this hasn't been a confirmed, but I guess, would you say maybe their lack of silence has kind of, in essence, confirmed it, even though it hasn't been confirmed? Well, oh, I think do you think it would have maybe came out? Huh? I think it's a pretty big favorite that it's it's going to move. Yeah. Okay. So in other poker news, um, and this occurred last week as well. In fact, I got an email about it. Uh, are any of my esteemed colleagues that are on air with me familiar with the latest online poker site that is live in the great state of Pennsylvania? I know P-L-O-L-U-R, Trader Ruski, uh, Sonatine. Do you guys know about the latest gaming site that's come online in Pennsylvania? Is that that Delia one where you have to be on the webcam? Yeah, that's, that's the one. It's that, yep, that's it. Uh, Sonatine, uh, for a more serious and realistic answer. Do you have an idea? <laughs> do not. I do not, okay. sir. Well, then neither one of you guys listened when we did our little pre We actually did a pre-rate. This is how hard we're trying. I have no internet right now. I'm doing all this through my phone. We had a pre-radio meeting with all four of us. I even called little, little buddy. How many times did I call you before radio to ask, uh, you know, what have you? How well, I mean, normally you call me about twice a day, but, uh, you know, lately it's been four to five times a day. Yeah. So, again, if you guys were listening when I went over this, WSOP.com in Pennsylvania went live recently in the last month. Then... Uh, about a, I don't know, a week ago. I'll, I'll pull up this email. Let me pull it up. They announced WSOP.com. Traderisk, we even talked about this. You know what? You don't I, even. I didn't realize that they were just launching the site for the first time. 
but you but I mean, but, but, but then you know what? You don't listen to radio. No, I did. I just didn't know that there was this site. But you know, um, I don't know if this caller has a comment about this topic, Brand. If you want, no, that. they're they're going to be calling for the horsies. So let's yeah. let them put them in the lobby. We have four no, more minutes until lobby. that. He's there last time. So okay. Gonna... So so basically, uh, WSOP.com in Pennsylvania went live, and that's an, a pen, at least right now a Pennsylvania only site. And what they did, I guess, you know, probably to promote the site is they, and I'm trying to find the email. They started a bracelet series that is going to take place uh, in August. And I might've deleted the email because I don't find it, but I I will find it somewhere. So in essence, it's going to be a Pennsylvania only bracelet series. I believe that there was only seven events, but I will, find out shortly what it is and it will be regarded just like winning a bracelet in a live event at rio or you know wherever i mean it's gonna have the same recognition um but it's only only people that are eligible or the state or, or players in the state of pennsylvania okay i get it there's more people in pennsylvania than nevada nevada has a bracelet series but the main difference is people come to vegas you know to play poker to play these tournaments you know, it, it's kind of like the poker capital. It, it just, it seems right. You know, it doesn't seem as bad, but when you're doing this, like, so what's next WSOP Michigan, there's, you know, Oh, I'm a bracelet winner. Oh, what bracelet did you win? I want a WSOP Michigan event. I don't know. Um, it, 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 and by the way, it launched July 6th. So uh, it is relatively recent. So that, I, don't know, I, I, I think it again, you know, not to, just keep bashing uh, Caesars, but I think it really even more so tarnishes the brand. Like it's, you know, you should, I'm of the old school thought that these WSOP bracelets should, should have meaning and they should just, you know, really just be valuable. And you have to, you know, win tournaments in deep fields that are respected. And it's, it's such a, you know, such a huge, huge accomplishment. But, and I think this takes away from that. So uh, while I'm looking for the exact schedule, uh, thoughts, uh, PLOL. Yeah, no, I mean, here I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that they're going to have a bracelet series for only people in Pennsylvania. Um, I, I don't think they should have any online bracelet tournaments. Okay. But if they do, then maybe, you know, one main event, you know, in Nevada. Um, but no, I, I think it's terrible. I think they've been, uh, you know, tarnishing their brand for several years now and they're just devaluing what a bracelet is worth. Okay. Um, so no, uh, I apologize. They had $50 oh. bracelet tournaments. I think it's ridiculous. And why wouldn't they come up with like a separate category of bracelets? Okay. Yeah, so I mean, let me, like a circuit event. let me interrupt you guys. I apologize, but I just want to say it now since I found it, there are eight events. Uh, they're all WSOP bracelet events. They're all one day events and it corresponds from August 8th through August 15th with all time starting. This is another weird thing. Uh, they all start at 5 30 PM. It's going to make for a late night. So August 8th through August 15th. And this is the entirety of the series. Uh, bracelet number one is called the keystone kickoff. Uh, and that's a $500 buy-in event number. Two, and that's no limit. Event number two is a PKO no limit $500 one day event. Event number three is their high roller which is a no limit $3,200 one day event. Event number four is a six max no limit hold'em, $400 one day event. 
Event five, they love doing this, is the Lucky Sevens. Uh, no limit event. How much is a buy-in for that, uh, Trader Risky? $50. 777 Event number six, guess what it is? It's a no limit PKO event. That's $400. It's a one-day event. Event number seven is a no limit monster stack. $600. And then uh, it's a one-day event. And then the final event, it's the no limit Hold'em Pennsylvania Championship bracelet event. It's a $1,000 buy-in. Uh, August 15th, a one-day event. All, again, all tournaments start at 5.30. Um, and I would read the press release here from uh, WSOP, but it doesn't matter. I think you guys get the idea. So, again, I've said what I had to say about this. You know, we don't need to beat a dead horse. Um, you know, I'm all for just keeping this brand as prestigious as you can, and I, I don't even think that's possible anymore. Um, yeah. Like I said, so what happens? Like, you know, so, they, so WSOP expands to Michigan. You know, they expand to Florida. You know, and then just the way the states want to keep their own money, you know, they don't want to share with smaller states, which I guess is understandable. They haven't figured out a way to revenue share. So every state's just going to have their own WSOP bracelet event. I mean, it's silly to me. Well, actually, um, we do have um, somebody that if you thumb to the to the right, Brandon, you'll see we have somebody that wants to chime in on this topic. I have an idea who it is, but let's uh, go ahead and connect them, please. They're here right in front of you. I can see them. You got a thumb to the right if you're on your phone. You know, so you see four screens. I'm not on my phone. I'm on. Okay, hold. Yep. I. Uh, oh, there he is. Look at that. What a sight. Hey, hold on. Before you go further, look at the hats. We're representing the brand. Okay. No, I'm not representing the brand. That's the funny thing. I'm wearing an yeah. ATP hat. So for those that are going to be listening later in the archives of audio only, we are welcoming the founder, owner, and uh, regular permanent host, of Poker for Alert Radio, and funny enough, bracelet winner, Todd Dandruff would tell us. How are you, sir? I'm fine, and I can't be on for very long, but I wanted to pop in here and say hello, and uh, want to thank you for doing this show here when uh, I haven't been available. Uh, just for those who are wondering, we will be back to a uh, regular type of show, audio only in the regular format next week. So uh, I thank Brandon and everybody else here for warming the chair here for the week that I can't be here. And, uh, but I, I wanted to pop in and say hello. And I heard you talking about the Pennsylvania. So bracelets. let me ask you two quick questions. We have a horse race that's going on. I'll explain this later in seven minutes or 10 minutes. So we need to get some callers on here, but while you're here and since the next time you do radio it might be yesterday's news, could you give us your thoughts on two things, maybe in two minutes or less WSOP allegedly moving to, Bally's slash Parish, your thoughts, and WSOP.com having a Pennsylvania-only series. Well, uh, I think with the Pal the Bally's Parish thing, it's it's better than the Rio because it's center strip. It gives people a lot more options to stay, especially if they don't have a car. A big complaint about the World Series uh, up until now at the Rio. I always have a car there, so it doesn't matter to me, but... Uh, people who don't have a car it's a pain in the ass because they've got a it's, it's not easy to walk there from the strip so if you're staying elsewhere unless it's uh something very close to the rio uh, you're going to have an issue getting there and back and a lot of people didn't like that so it'll be center strip so location wise it'll be good i would have much rather seen it in the caesar's convention center but i think that they are worried about uh booking all that space that they could use for something very profitable for other conventions 
they're going to go on. So they'd rather fill the space in Valleys of Paris, which probably won't be under as much demand because uh, they're going to have that convention center right there uh, very close by. And uh, so I think they're, they're making use of the cheaper space. And I, it's disappointing because I really thought it was moving to that new convention center. And now here yeah. we are moving to an older space again. Again, better than the Rio uh, for, for several reasons. And it sure. is nice that now you can stay anywhere center strip and just walk over there. It doesn't have to be a Caesars property. So that's that's the best part of the whole thing. Well, will you be, I assume when you come back uh, and do radio your next show, you'll be addressing this and we can talk f- further about it? Yeah, I suppose I will. Okay. And, and as then, far as Pennsylvania, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, th- this this is just stupid. They Unfortunately, Caesars has decided they're going to squeeze every dollar possible out of the World Series of Poker. And they they're caring less and less about what a bracelet means and uh, standards for handing out bracelets. The online events, uh, there's, they're getting a lot of heat this year. There's a lot of accusations about, uh, about ghosting and multi-accounting and other things like that. And no one has actually called out any specific people for doing it, but there's a lot of rumors that this is rampant. And, yeah. uh, and I wouldn't be surprised I mean, not, I'd be surprised if it wasn't rampant. So that's why they should be giving out rings for this. Those shouldn't be bracelets. And, and of course, by extension, neither should these Pennsylvania-only series or any, anything else like that. Nothing that's online should be given a real bracelet. But the reason they're doing it is because people want to sure, chase the money grab. This makes people want to play a lot more if it's a bracelet event rather than a ring event. So they say, well, we'll get more participation if it's a bracelet event. So let's just hand out a bracelet. And then, yep. of course, uh, I mean, like when I hear someone has an online bracelet, if it's someone I know and like, then I'm happy for them. But truthfully, I think it's kind of bullshit. Truthfully, to me, it's just like uh, yeah. winning an online tournament. It's like winning the Sunday Million. Sure. So it's, sure. it's nice. It's nice you get the money. It's nice you've won a tournament. It's 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 a good accomplishment. But it's not the same thing, though. It just should not be yep. grouped in with a regular World Series bracelet and absolutely, uh, it, it's it's an absolute money grab and it's it's sad, especially as uh, yeah. someone who has a bracelet and yeah. uh, and and just the fact that you can't even see who's really playing, like yeah. if someone makes a final table and they've got some friends who are really good or much better than they are, they can call the friends to just come over and help them. There's so many yeah. so many different ways to do it to where you couldn't even detect it no matter what security measures they sure. put in. Now, Druff, I apologize for cutting you off. Can you stay with us for about 10 minutes or do you, are you limit, that limited? You have to go now. I, I have to go very soon here. So yeah, I, I can't okay, I see we have to, coming I, up. Yeah, I ha- and we have to get the people on the air. So I, I, I really apologize. I don't want to come across as rude. If you're, if you're able to stay or even if you're able to call back, we're going to be on for about another hour and a half. Uh, please, by all means, do so. Um, just this is the last race and there's a big contest. So excuse yeah, us. Yeah, I, I just want to I want to give a comment though. I wasn't uh, I had to have Trader Ruski assist me uh in calling in here. I wanted to call in a little bit earlier, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. So maybe you should post it. It's posted on your it's posted on your forum. I, I well I looked in the thread, it's not there. It is. It's well Where? it's in the, the it's in the contest thread. Oh, okay. Well it's, so it's I, I apologize. So okay. I uh, just, well, do we do we have anyone in the lobby? Uh, Trader Ruski, that is for the contest. Druff, you missed it earlier. We had a postal worker call, call in. It's awesome. I'll, I'll tell you more about it later. We had a little a guy working at the post office in uniform that's a big PFA radio listener. Uh, okay, <laughs> do we have anyone ready to make, pick on horses? We got to move fast here. Trader Ruski? 
Well, Jay's here, but he's not on audio. I DM'd him, but he doesn't seem to be responding. Okay, so everyone, you have about uh, you have three minutes, if anyone, four minutes and 48 seconds to come on and hurry up and pick three horses like we did earlier. Uh, TJ, the postal worker, you have Druff's on the line. That would be a good time to call back in if you want well, your, right. your comp entry. I've got to, I've got to go in a second, but, uh, okay. uh, I just wanted to make an appearance here and, uh, thank you for having me on and thank you for doing the show. Sure. And, um, it, apologize. I mean, if you, if you can go give us three more minutes, we'll be able to have, you know, all the time in the world. Um, is no, anyone calling have, in? I, I have to leave now, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Well, well Druff, pick a spot. Pick a spot. You think PLOL's horse is going to come in. We're giving you, we're going to put you in the $25 free roll. Let me let me look at this here. Yeah, um, PLO is obviously it's PLOP. There's 12, 12 horses in the race. Correct. Okay, so just which, pick one which from class is the rate? What class race is this? Is it a class five? Uh, this is a class five. I, I don't know if you can see my screen, but uh, I have nine point five odds in this race. Okay, uh, nine point five odds. Okay, I'm going to say. Has anyone guessed uh, um, third yet? No. Well, that's the only one that's open. No, oh, wow. no okay. one's gets third. I, I'll take third. All right. If you get that, you get $25 from Trader Ruski. And yeah. it, it, so no one's in the lobby. No one wants to play this. We just had somebody People... come. They're coming in right now. Okay. Caller, as soon as you're on the air, we have three minutes, so we got to move fast. Okay. Well, th th thank you all for right, having well, me on. I'll, I'll talk okay. to you guys later. Bye, Droff. Anyone, anyone listening, I'll, I'll slap this up in the uh, audio archives uh, probably later tonight. Perfect. All right. Look forward to being back on the air with you. Have a great evening. Yeah. You too. Good night. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, BFA oh, radio. They're having trouble. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Un unmute. Caller. Caller, we're yeah, they're running just up against we're running up against time constraints. We just hit we on have me. A caller. Now I know how everybody feels when I can't get off mute. Hey, what's up, Gus? Hey, brother. Hi. Who are we talking to? This is uh, A Hoosier A. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Good. Okay, sorry we can't do the pleasantries. We have a horse race in about two minutes. So do you know the rules? Uh, what what number do I have to pick? Okay, so you have to pick uh, – you know what, little buddy? I'm not seeing the numbers. I'm just well, seeing it, the names. If you just give the names, that's easier. I mean, I have this screen up so you can actually see – the win chances so you can see kind of you know okay. favorite so the pl so okay first you thing you have to, have to determine the is the, three yeah so first thing you have to determine the the plop horse that's owned by plol what place do you think that will come in first second or third uh second okay so then you have to pick a horse that you think will finish first and a horse that will finish third if it comes in that exact order you you will get five hundred dollars shipped to you Let's go uh, uh baked bake beans for first Okay, so baked beans one, PLOP two, and uh, trekker tray. Trekker tray three. Okay, Trek last one. Trader Ruski's offering a consolation prize. If you pick PLO's horse, you can stick with two, or you can pick another number. And if you just get the place he finishes correct, you'll get twenty five dollars as well. It can be separate can, from the. Uh, it no, it could be the same, or it could be separate. Whatever you want. You, uh, you just have seventh, to call it seventh. Seventh. Okay, so we're gonna go with. And Brandon, we have one more on, so confirm that one. Then we got somebody ready. Okay, uh, Alex, do you have that written down? I have you. Yes. Yeah, I wrote okay. it down. Perfect. Right, stay on the line with us. Swap. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, and it's, no, it's on. one. So 
Vintage one, type in the chat just three orders of horses. Vintage one, are you on the air? We have a minute. He's got to unmute. He might yeah, not I'm here. Okay, so look at your Zoom screen. You'll see the starting gates. You, uh, for PLOP, just tell me first, second, or third. Second. Okay, pick two other horses, one that will finish first, one that will finish third. Okay, the horses aren't up there, though. Yeah, so there's Miss Tang is one of them. Okay, right, they're right in front okay. of you. Sorry about that. Um, it's going to be Athena first and then Franny third. Okay, so Athena first, PLOP second, you said, and yeah. Athena third. No, Franny third. Oh, I'm sorry, Franny third. Okay, last question, and we'll be good to go. What place will PLOP finish? You can stick with second, or you can pick another another uh, place. They'll second finish. Should. Second. Okay, so you have. So what happens is, if you don't win the main prize, if he does finish second, and your other horses don't come in, you'll get twenty five dollars for that. So here we go. The race is off. I don't know if Vintage One should be watching this. He might be, uh, this, he could, could create a whole uh, monster. God, I didn't think we were going to get this in in time, Alex. Oh, yeah, that was, that was close. <laughs> All right, we got it. Though. All right, good luck, guys. Good luck, A. Hoosier. Good luck, Vintage One. You guys and feel it is free on to... the screen. If I, I win, for... don't share my fucking address. On fucking... That's funny. <laughs> won't happen. Uh, won't happen. Um, I know this isn't the most interesting if you're listening in audio, but go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, please, and watch this. It's actually more interesting watching the video because we can actually look and see the horses running. All right, PLOP, tell us uh, where we're at. Well, it's a short race. I mean, it's, it's going to be over here. Plop is making a move. Uh, oh, he's really making a move. I don't know if it's Ooh. enough there at the end. I think he got fourth. Yeah, it looks like he got fourth. Let's see the... Uh final here well it was baked beans trick or trade and Ooh, then baked beans quick. did go go for at plp one yeah. out out of the money ah jesus man i got two of the top three yeah you, you did get two out of three um plop was rather in fourth wow popping fourth there. well guys uh while you're here uh you know don't want to run you off uh first off a user hey how are you thanks for calling in tell us uh what's new with you i believe you're in vegas correct yeah, I live in Vegas. So I actually got to meet uh, Jeannie. She told me the story. I meant to reach out to you. I'm not going to say where you met her, but she told yeah, me she yeah, met you, you that you're the nicest guy and that she <laughs> was happy to get to know you. And she told me a funny story. She told me, I don't know, I'm sure this is how it went down. She told me that you said, or you claimed you heard the name Jeannie and you said to her, are you the Jeannie that Brandon talks about on radio? And it, it, was that, is that kind of right? Maybe no, that's, she told that's, me this a while ago. That's a hundred percent right. Uh, I ran into her in a tournament and I just heard people saying her name and I knew that she played uh, some mixed games and stuff like that. So I just kind of put two and two together and uh, asked her and she's like, yeah, so that's how I met her. That's, that's great. So outside of that, how are you, uh, how long have you been in Vegas now for? Uh, I've lived here since the summer of 2019. Okay. You've been here quite, so, so this is your third summer out here. What do you, what yeah. do you think about the heat? I mean, does this, I feel like I've been here 20 years. I feel like this heat is getting hotter and hotter every year. And I feel like I'm more miserable. I, I don't remember being this miserable 15, 20 years ago. How are you dealing with it? No, uh, you know, I enjoy it. My wife enjoys it more than I do. She doesn't like uh, humidity. So when we decided to move, we were either going to move to Florida or uh, Las Vegas. And I brought her out here uh, 
I came out here for the World Series. And we decided that we were going to go ahead and get married out here as well. So nice. um, that was her. When we got married out here, that was her first trip to Vegas. And she loved the fucking 115 degree dry heat. Like she was out sunbathing in it. Uh, I can't do that. But yeah, I, uh, she, she enjoys it. I enjoy it. Um, I mean, I don't get out a whole lot. I'm fucking pale white, as you can see. But. <laughs> Hey, Lee's our Lee's PFA's uh, Chris Moneymaker. Come on. <laughs> you don't know how many times I've got 100%. Like That's I've got I've got uh Stephen Baldwin as well. We yeah, need, I can see name him. Money Jr. Uh so A, who's your age? You know everyone that's on the line. I, I'm sure you're familiar with Trader Risky. Have you met him before? Talk with him? Uh I think, I mean, I've just talked with them on radio and stuff like that. I've seen everybody on the thread and stuff like that. Okay. So. Have you uh, met PLOL? No, I've, I've not met anybody. The only person from PFA that I've met in person is Druff. Okay. Well, I met on the, you know, on the forums or just offline. You know, I don't mean in person, but just interaction, oh, no. know who they are, that sort just, of thing, Back, backstory. No, I mean, I think, uh, I think like just I've called into some radio shows before and I think I've talked to, uh, Trader Ruski, and I don't know if I've ever talked to PLOL or whatever. I think I've talked to you. A okay, couple and then under the top right corner, uh, he's with us, but he has his proxy uh, Jerome visually. That's the forum <laughs> legend, uh, the one of a kind, uh, Mr. Sonatine. No, I've never interacted with him. Come Mr. on, Sonatine, so this is uh, a who's your a, Mr. Sonatine. Great to virtually meet you, my friend. You too, my friend. Very nice. And then in the bottom right, we have at one time, I believe you were a co-host on radio. I've met you as well. We've hung out. We once lost, I believe, 17 hands of blackjack in a row at a downtown casino with Trader Ruski in the middle of the night. A vintage one. How are you this evening? Doing good. Just came back from a nice sushi dinner. Doing nice. Good. You're in the Southern California area, correct? That's correct. How is everything there? You know, life-wise, coronavirus-wise, well, give us an update on socal uh, life it's, it's uh, all good we have to wear masks when you're walking inside but uh you can take them off immediately and it's kind of a, a loose mask law right now what would what you expand on that loose meaning what just that well you, you walk into a restaurant while you're walking to your table you wear a mask and then when you sit down you take it off okay kind of point well you know what it's kind of interesting that you bring that up because that's one of the subjects that we were going to discuss and you guys are more than welcome to, to stay on here with us. Uh, Vegas back in May, uh, middle of May ended the mask mandate for both employees that were vaccinated and for uh, visitors, locals, etc. So, you know, you're vaccinated. You could just, Come and go as you please. In fact, they announced it like at a weird time, like at four in the afternoon. So people literally were in casinos pulling off their masks. There's people, I heard several reports of people clapping, yelling, celebrating like it was New Year's. So as I'm sure you guys all know from watching the news, things have gotten uh, predominantly worse uh, as of late here in Nevada, specifically Las Vegas. So now there is a semi-mask mandate back. And what that entails is, uh, initially, it was for casino employees. In fact, a couple of casinos uh, just said or everyone has to wear masks. And now, per the governor's order, if you are if you work anywhere 
where you interact with the public, meaning a grocery store, a bank, of course, a casino, you know, the Gold Coast Chinese restaurant, wherever it is, you now have to wear masks, not for the actual tourists or the people that are, you know, buying services or shopping, whatever, but uh, all the employees. So anyone that has a job has to wear a mask, no matter where you are. So things have gotten really bad. Um, there's been some speculation uh, just amongst politicians and, and just, you know, people that just have a voice in the city that another lockdown here is looming. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think that a, you know, a lot of this is political. And I think the governor, uh, Steve Sisolak, the governor of Nevada knows that if he did that, uh, he, he just got crucified so hard for the first mask mandate, uh, his political career would be over and he's only a first term governor. It's only been an office for a couple of years. Um, but anyhow, others think different. Others think that there could be another. And when I say shutdown, I mean shutdown. I mean, just casinos go back to where they were in, in you know, March 17th of 2020, uh, where for over three months they were closed. So I'll just ask all of you. Uh, I know none of you are, except for A, who's your A or in Vegas, but what are your thoughts? Do you think realistically that any politician would have the guts to literally close down the city, especially considering it's only now? booming and in many ways it's booming more than it was pre-pandemic and of course that's because everyone wants to get away and come here because of the loose rules and restrictions so i'll start with uh i'll start we'll go left and go clockwise i'll start with you trader Ruski. what are your thoughts on what's happening in vegas and where is this going to lead well i, I mean i don't know that they i think the next step would be to make everybody have to wear masks inside I had a good friend that was double vaccinated with Pfizer and got Delta virus two weeks ago and it knocked him out for like a week. He didn't have to go to the hospital, but he was definitely out, you know, couldn't work for a week. He's launching a huge blockchain company in three weeks. So I know what he told me couldn't work for a week. That was pretty serious. And, um, wow. Yeah. So anyway, look, I just after that, I'm like, and I was in Vegas a few weeks ago for a meeting. You know, I had my mat when I saw you, of course, I had my mask in hand. I don't know. I felt like I was just being too comfortable. And now I need to be. You were a little lackadaisical. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. You were. No, I have a video. Sure. I have a video of us hitting four aces. Uh, no kicker. But you were celebrating. No mask on. You're high fiving me. It's true. I have it on video. Yeah. Uh, Alex, your thoughts? Um, well, I agree with you. I don't think there's going to be another shutdown. Um, I, I think there's almost no chance that that happens. Um, you know, once you open things back up, you can't uh, put yep. the cat back in the bag there. Um, in terms of requiring masks, um, you know, I, I think everybody should get vaccinated. Um, and I think once you get vaccinated, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. So, uh, I, I don't agree with making employees, uh, you know, wear masks whether they're vaccinated or not. Um, sure. You should number one give people an incentive to get vaccinated, and you know, being able to take your mask off is an incentive. Uh, and number two, I understand that you know people who are vaccinated are still, uh, you know, getting COVID, especially this you know new variant. But uh, well, you actually have a, a story. I mean, you don't have to give all the details, but on a personal note, why don't you share? part of your story you don't have to you know names or whatever but you yeah, know a couple people they, that are I, vaccinated that just that just got covid I, even I, though they're fully my, vaccinated my sister and my brother-in-law and my uh my niece all got uh covid even though they were you know vaccinated um 
But, you know, my understanding is that if you're vaccinated and you get the virus, it's not as, uh, it's not as harmful if you get it as opposed to if you're unvaccinated. Um, you know, almost everybody who's being hospitalized and dying now are people who are not vaccinated. So uh, yeah. I think if you're vaccinated, you don't uh, have to be super fearful. And, uh, you know, I think you should live your life because probably this is going to go on for a long time. It's going to linger. So, yeah. No, uh, I, the I, one you thing know, I wearing masks for the next five years, probably not. Sorry to interrupt you. The one thing I also wanted to add that I didn't discuss in, in regards to a sh potential shutdown in Nevada is all the unemployment benefits are scheduled to terminate in uh, August, or I'm sorry, September 3rd or the 4th. So if, I mean, I hate being dramatic, but if they did shut down the city and especially considering I've saw no, I've read no talk, you know, nothing about extending those benefits. That's basically like a death sentence for these workers in the state. I mean, it really is like, it just, you know, they're just getting back to work, you know, what, what would they do? How, you know what I mean? It's just, that, that, that's probably the most awful situation they can put them in. Uh, Sonatine, what are your thoughts on the, on Vegas now, the mask mandate and the future? I think that um, when you reach a threshold where your public health infrastructure is going to become overwhelmed, you have to do a shutdown. Otherwise it's basically, um, you know, Right now, people are surviving because they're able to get treatment in hospitals, you know, like serious critical cases. Once there are no more beds, once you start running low on oxygen, um, the survival rate diminishes, it drops off a cliff. So I think that um, regardless of the economic impact, what's going to make or break this conversation is whether or not we have to stem the flow of new cases. Because that was the whole logic behind the original lockdown. It wasn't anything but an effort to stagger out infections across a period of time so that you can free up hospital beds, free up resources to deal with the next wave of, of incoming cases. Um, but you know, I, it's so crazy, like three weeks ago, I was getting Omakase in LA and nobody had a mask on. Like it was just, it was completely like, like nobody cared, myself included. I mean, I'm sure. you know, a couple of acts, but I, I, I was keeping an eye on the Delta numbers, but they hadn't hit. I feel like hours after I got off the plane in New York, everything started to ramp up. It was fucking crazy. Um, so, you know, we're talking about Vegas. I think there's going to be a national lockdown again. I don't think we could avoid it. We're going to be like India 2.0, bodies getting thrown off bridges and shit if we don't like. <laughs> nice uh, imagery. On this. So, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, that's my take on this. I, I think the politics are interesting. I think the economic impact argument is interesting but we've already demonstrated we can print money to get out of anything temporarily. And um, at some point we're going to have to step up and, and say like, we need to do grid lockdowns or else these hospitals are going to get flooded and it's going to be a disaster of spectacular proportions. Yeah. So. Uh, vintage one, same question response, please. I think, um, I don't think there will be a lockdown. I, I think it's just, it can't happen. There will just be an uprising. Uh, I agree. You know, it's just, you can't go this far forward. And look, what, what I think it boils down to is if you can get a variant of it with the vaccines, but it's not, it doesn't drive you to the hospital. It's a very mild case, flu if that. And I think that 
it's just going to boil down to if people aren't vaccinated, they're on their own. They got to just deal with it. And, and eventually you get it and you, you get your antibodies and some people it will hit hard, but I mean, how much handholding can you do? And, you know, maybe insurances will start to not cover it. And that will be one of the deciding factors saying, Hey, look, if you're hospitalized, it's an interesting point that we don't cover it. You're not covered. It's a very interesting point. I haven't heard that discussed. That's very interesting. Well, I'm just throwing that out, but yeah, no, I know. Sure, sure, sure. And Um, uh, it's like, that's just, I, I just, don't see a shutdown. I don't think the, I think as Sonatine said, hospitalization filling would be a major factor in that, but I don't see that happening with, I would say 95% of the vaccinated people that if they did get the COVID again, the Delta variant or whatever, they would not need hospitalization because of the vaccine. So I think those numbers will be down. It's just going to be a nagging thing and it's just going to be more political than it is, you know, health wise as far as I'm concerned. So I I think we'll be okay. I think, you know, I mean, we got Gavin Newsom here, who's a knucklehead, who's just. Is he going to lose that recall? I haven't really paid much attention since it all started. I I hope he does, but I I don't think he will. I I, I think uh, he's relatively safe in his environment here, but um, some of the decisions are just mind numbing. Mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. I see you at the Caitlin Jenner rally. uh... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was not me but you know what um, i don't mind larry elder or something like that i think that yeah, guy's funny be, yeah he'd be decent sonatini uh, hit we come down like hey who's your a i'm very eager to hear your response because you know you are a local like i am and I, I you know i respect these other guys thoughts but it's kind of different because we see things we're out and about it it just so obviously same subject same questions uh what, what do you think what's your opinion I would, uh, I would say that it's probably uh, 0.0 that it's another full shutdown. I could see the mask mandate coming back for uh, for everybody inside the casinos and stuff. And I could also see even like the plexiglass going back up around the poker tables. But uh, I think uh, our I think the strip would look like Seattle if they tried to do another uh, yeah. full shutdown. I think uh, I think just everybody would be out and, and oh, open yeah. arms about it. So now let me ask you uh, on a you know I'm not putting you on the spot. You could just say I politely decline to answer. Are you vaccinated or not, or do you not want to dis- yeah, disclose? Uh, I'm not going to disclose it, but you know I, I also believe uh, that everybody like I I'm not uh, you know a vaxxer. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not like on that whole argument. I think that uh, everybody's an adult and can uh, make the best choice that they think is for them and their family. And if they decide to get vaccinated, then that's fine. If not, then then it's also fine. So when you're out and about during, you know, your daily life, whether it's at work or in a casino or at dinner or grocery shopping, do you feel comfortable? Are you kind of paranoid or does it, you know, cause I'll be honest for a while with me, once I got vaccinated and things kind of were getting better, I would go out and I kind of in a way forgot this is even going on. Like it wasn't like before at the heart of things, I, you know, I'm washing my hands. I'm looking around. I'm, you know, I'm in a state of just, you know, get whatever I need to do, get done and get back home, get home safely, um, you know, protect my loved ones. How do you feel when you're out just doing your daily stuff? No, I've, I've not been paranoid at all during the whole thing. Just, uh, you know, during the, the full shutdown, my wife and I, we did a lot of hiking, which 
we did a lot of, we do a lot of hiking in general, which really, uh, really kind of sucked because everybody started hiking once the shutdown happened. But uh, no, I, I don't feel paranoid about it at all. I didn't before and still don't now. Okay. Uh, since we're all talking about this, this is the last COVID related topic we have. Uh, this is just kind of funny. So this is what I wrote on the official Poker Front Alert Radio agenda. Uh, I wrote Hawaii and Chicago tourism boards both warn residents not to travel to Las Vegas. And then I wrote, well, fuck you too, Hawaii and Chicago. So <laughs> I, I guess there's not too much to discuss about that. But you know what? I, I guess, you know, you guys might, maybe Alex knows better than me because he's in that part of the world. When they do things like this, does this cost them money? Like, are these like official campaigns where it's actually, they're spending money to get this message out? Or is this more like a statement and then everyone starts covering it? Uh, PLOL, do you know? No, I mean, just the mayor says something and then it's in the news. Well, this was like official statements from like the tourism boards that were they released statements. So it wasn't just the mayor, but uh, I guess what I'm saying, are these like off the record type things or are these like official campaigns where like they're trying to get this word out through advertising and or is it just like you said, a simple statement and that's it? No, I, I just think they make a statement and that's it. So do you think a place like Hawaii is saying that for selfish reasons? Like, because they just want people to go there or they want people to stay there? Or do you think it's generally out of concern for just what's going on here in Nevada? Oh, I, I don't think they're going to, you know, shift tourism their, their way. I mean, I don't know if I agree with them, you know, making statements like that. Well, um, well, listen, I don't know if you all read about this. I read this three months ago and there's articles all about this. So after the various lockdowns ended, Tourism in Hawaii was booming so much that there became a crisis with the tourism industry. And that crisis was there literally wasn't enough rental cars for tourists to rent. So one guy did something really ingenious. And the ones that they did have were astronomical. You're talking about, you know, just small economy cars that were three, four, even 500 a night. So this one guy did something. This is my understanding, did something ingenious. And then he posted about it. And then, you know, I guess on the travel forum and then it got out and then it became so bad that it became a pandemic in itself. Do any of you know what, what happened, what, what people started doing to counter the rental car shortage in the state of Hawaii? They were Ubering or something, weren't they? All over the place? No, because that, that, those were expensive too. So what they started doing. It, yes. This one guy, this oh, one genius right. guy found <laughs> that you could rent a U-Haul Okay, in many cases for nineteen ninety nine a day and get like a hundred miles. Okay, a, you know whatever. And they were they were they he rented a U-Haul and and that's what he drove to restaurants park at the valet park and he rented a U-Haul for nineteen bucks. To, so then he posted it on a forum and then other people started doing it and now you that so then they were like why do we have no U-Hauls? No one's moving. So then there was a U-Haul shortage. So then they had to crack down and then they had to have like a special commission meeting or whatever. To, to just basically dictate that anyone that rents a U-Haul has to have a state ID. They, they're not allowed to rent U-Hauls to any, you know, anyone that lives in the other 49 states. And I, I don't know, not that any of this matters. I just found it amusing that some guy, like, can you see him with his family? It's like a Clark Griswold from like National Lampoon's Vegas vacation. He's like sporting, like he's driving up to the valet, you know, like at the Marriott. <laughs> he's, he's got the U-Haul with the wife. You know, like you, I, listen, I'm sure maybe it's changed, but you know, when I was in college, when I used to move around a lot, you could only fit like two people, maybe three 
in a U-Haul. Like, and everyone else had to be like in the in the cargo space in the right. back with no AC. And Brandon, how many people used it as just their hotel room for? I mean, too. but is that the way? Is that the way U-Haul trucks still are now? Where like you can fit two people in and you're still kind of crammed. Like you can't fit no family comfortably around a U-Haul truck around Hawaii, can you? Going up mountains it's and down mountains. In the back. Yeah, you stick okay. them in the back with a couple of beach chairs and they're fine. <laughs> and you bungee cord them to the side thing so they don't slide around too. Okay, so listen, let's get away from all this. Uh, depressing COVID talk. And for everyone on here, you all are more than welcome. I just want to say vintage one, even Sonatine, a Hoosier, if you guys want to stay you're more than welcome to, I don't want you to feel like you're obligated. If you have to run, I don't want to keep anyone from any, any plans, but we're going to do a lighthearted thing here. Okay. And we've done this before, not on PFA radio, but people seem to enjoy it. And it's a game we can play. It's actually perfect that we have six people on here and the way this game works. And this has gotten rave reviews. This has nothing to do with poker, gambling, or even Vegas is it's the little PLOL game. And the way this game works is just getting to know PLOL uh, over these last few years, I learned something very interesting. Uh, he's highly intelligent, knows a lot about what's going on in the world and just you know everything from cryptocurrency to Middle East politics. But he is so sorely lacking in pop culture. And when I say pop culture, I mean movies, TV shows, actors, you know, movie stars, you know, music, you know, bands that you, you have to, you think it's a troll. And I thought it was a troll. Okay. And I'll give you an example. So, you know, we used to play this game where we would set a line on the over under of Tom Cruise movies that he could name. This is just an example. And he would say one. And the only one he could name was mission impossible. He couldn't name any other Tom Cruise movie. And he would do this for, and, and you think it's a joke. Like you think, and it's, but it's really not. It's really not. Okay. So you all will see it's, it's fun to play. And we kind of do some bidding. There could be gambling involved and PLOL is always honest. So I will start off because vintage one, you've never met, you have no history with PLOL. Do you? A little bit during the uh, election coverage. Okay. But outside of that, you really know nothing about him. You don't know his taste, his likes. No, well, from the form and stuff, but <laughs> okay. It doesn't really so match I'll up to his form vibes in person. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start you off, I guess, with a relatively easy one. If you had to set the line, how many songs by Beyonce do you think PLOL can name? Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm, I'm setting the line? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking you to set the line. Okay. I would say he knows one song. Okay. I know that's I'm actually. I'm actually going to say under. Okay, as crazy as that sounds, I'm going to say he knows zero songs, but I don't know. Honest to God, none of this is pre-rehearsed. You know, I don't know these answers. I'm not going to recycle questions. So I'll take the under. So would you say, obviously, you want one or more, correct? I don't even think I need one or more. I'm saying he only knows one. I don't okay, want but, the over. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Okay. So, so hold on. We'll get to you in a second. So you're saying, you're saying vintage one, you would even contest that if he says two that you would lose. You're that I confident. Okay. Exactly. All right. I'll take zero. You have one. Trader Ruski. I Come think, on. I think, with, I think, um, although I couldn't name one. <laughs> oh, don't, don't give any information out. Right, but he's younger than me, so I'm going to say he knows a couple. I'll okay. say over. Okay, so are you good with two? I'll go with okay. two. 
Sonatine, my man. Uh, and again, you're you're in charge of speaking on both behalf of yourself and your proxy, Jerome. What do the two of you think in terms of Jerome? I think once had a thing with Beyonce before. She, oh, well, we'll talk about that later. Uh, what would you set the line at, Sonatine? I mean, I'm in the club with Jerome. So obviously, <laughs> like, you know, it's hard for me to be, you know, totally uh, uh, apolitical on this. You know, it's a huge issue. But um, PLOL is a member in good standing in the club. So okay. I'm going to say he knows three songs. Okay. Now, PLOL, I, again, can speak on his behalf. He doesn't Google it. He's not cheating. Whatever he says will be honest. I trust this guy with my life. PLOL, how many Beyonce songs do you know? Um, well, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm like Brandon and some other people. I'm not uh, obsessed with celebrities and singers and, you know, pop culture. So, you know, it's, it's not necessarily something I'm, I'm going to be so good at. Uh, I'm um, thinking about Beyonce. Um, I think she has a song called Put a Ring on It. Is that Beyonce? I don't know. Is it, it sounds like it is, but I don't know for sure. Well, I don't know if that's the name of the song, though. So we may oh, have a... Uh, well, that's a lyric of the song. Um, well, you can't say lyrics, because that's okay, just like... Well, yeah, but you know what? It's 98% of the lyrics of the song. Yeah, exactly. It says it over. Okay, fine. Well, but first of all, is that actually a song? She Is it her that sings with those lyrics? Let me say. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, it sounds like it is, but I don't. So you don't even know yourself. Well, I, I mean, I'm not know. betting on what I know. I'm betting on what you know. <laughs> the truth about PLOL becomes the truth about Brandon. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Are we giving her credit? Uh, I'm sorry. Are we giving him credit? Yes? Yes. Okay. All right. That's one. So right now, a Vintage One is winning. Are there any others you know? Well, you know, off the bat, that was the only one that uh, popped into my head. But Damn then, it. Oh, well, th uh -oh. then, then Sonatine was talking about In the Club, which... Yeah, uh, I knew that was a clue. I, I believe that it has to be a song. I mean, I know that's a song. I don't know that that's Beyonce. But, I think uh, that's like Usher, though. No, Let's that's say, 50 but, Cent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ship yeah, the money. Ship okay. the money. So, so is that... I mean, you have to know. You just can't throw out words. Like, so you're pretty... If you had to bet your own money, you're confident the ring on the finger is her, and that's all you'd be confident with. Yeah. That, okay, so one. Okay. All right. Same game. We'll start off with Sonatine here. Uh, over under of how many movies, and he asked, he can't say the movie about this, or, you know, he has to say the correct name or relatively the correct name. We can vote on it. How over under on how many movies that Brad Pitt has been in, starred in, cameoed in, just played a small role. Any movies with Brad Pitt? What is the number, Sonatine and Jerome? I mean, that, that PLOL can name? Yes, this is always about PLOL. Making Every sure. day, all day. Yep. Good stuff. I'm um I'm trotting out the big three. Okay, I'm going under. I'm just for the record. Trey Brad Pitt movies. His whole life's work. We have a three. Okay, I gotta oh I have to pick an exact number. I thought you said pick over. a number. Well, no, just give a line, give a line. Well, you could say two. If All you right. think it's I'm under, you could say, say four. I'm going to put the line at two and a half. And okay. then now, mm -hmm. right? Is that good? And then you guys. Yeah, you can set a two and a half. Sure. Whatever you want. Okay. Vintage one. You, you and I can just bet on this now. So we have two lines. We have uh, what uh, it was three and we have a two and a half. Pick. You want to go under? Definitely over. One thousand percent. I'll double okay, up I'm all gonna, my money. See, you're funny because I'm going to go absolutely under. Okay, a thousand percent. I'm no, gonna go. Well, hold on, 
I'm going under three and a half. You want to go over three and a half? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, 10 bucks? Sure. Friendly bet, 10 bucks. Friendly. Okay, and we could even settle in Vegas one day. Actually, we'll make, it tw- we'll make it 20. We'll settle okay. in Vegas over a, you know, a beer, look, a burger. Look at, look at how Brandon's slowly going up. 10, that's this. Oh, well, oh, no. Do you want 10? 10's fine. No, 20's good. 20's okay. good. Because right. I know Alex is going to do me right here. Well, it's not about that. You don't know where you're going. Oh, look at him. He's sweating. It. That's a tell. Look at him. He did the whole. There's a okay. trick to it. PLOL, honestly, you know, you've always been honest. You're a man of integrity. How many Brad Pitt movies can you name? Just start. Na- don't even say the number. Just name the movies. Yeah. Well, this is a lot of pressure now. Uh, you got to come up with Brad, four. Brad, I don't think Brad he realizes what little, we're dealing with. Brad Pitt is a little, uh, you know, before my time. Um. <laughs> Oh no! I, I know he's yes. the famous actor. <laughs> I mean, Don't off the top of my I honestly couldn't name any. What? You incredible! Think of Vegas. Think of Vegas. You're, you were so drawing dead. Like you don't know what you're up against. Yeah, really but all he know. needed to know is one movie, and he could have named four. Because there's like Ocean's one, 11? two, three, and four. What? Which movies are those? Oceans. Oceans oh, Eleven. Yeah. Oceans yeah. Twelve. Oh, that's two right there. I, I, I actually saw that. I didn't realize that was. Brad oh, Pitt. He, he said I didn't realize that was Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got to put pictures up of these people. I oh thought God! I thought he would get that uh, baseball movie, uh, Moneyball. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do, we'll, we'll do one more before we move along, and I'll make you a deal, Vintage One. Since you are stuck twenty, and I was counting my money. I mean, I know I know what you're up against. I don't think you do. I will let you pick the category. And you can ask us to set the line. So pick, you know, you kind of have to do it right. You can't like, you know, if you ask him like anything past like 1996, you have no shot. You just won't know it. Like you ask him, you know, a Kevin Costner movie, you're done. No chance. Like it's zero. So just giving you an idea to make it fair. So to handicap it for you a little bit. So pick, a, you know, an actor, a TV star, whatever. Pick someone. You, okay. you, it's your game now. Hmm. That's good. How about? Oh, but he oh, I just zero. He couldn't name a Brad Pitt movie. I know. Now I, I, that's what's making me nervous to email. I, I don't even know if I can think that that <laughs> disassociated. Um, okay, do you want me to do one? Yeah, you, can do you do one. one or do you do want me? You do one. Do okay. It. All right. Um, let's ask him. The over/under on how many ju- movies he can name that starred. Well, this might be too easy. Oh, whatever. I'm gonna do it. The over/under of how many movies he can name that Julia Roberts was in. Uh, Trader Risky, go first. Can we ask that he knows who Julia Roberts is? Yes, that's fair enough. I have heard of Julia Roberts. You've okay, heard? That's all you, he has to say. Do you, you picture her though when you hear Julia Roberts? <laughs> should, well, should I answer this, or is this giving away? Too yeah, much you can answer it. Oh, like, would you know? Okay, it's fair. It's totally fair since we're betting oh, on it. Okay, sure. I'll say this: if no, I, I I don't exactly know what she looks like. If she was in your lobby of your building, would you know? Oh my God, that's Julia no, Roberts. No, I, I okay, then, then we probably oh, shouldn't yeah. ask that question. <laughs> see, now you see what you're up against. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's. Okay. I gotta go. Someone even more mainstream and more more famous. Um. Let's do God. I mean, how about uh, how about um, John Cena movies? That seems like kind of in his 
or or no. rock. No. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a great one. Because I mean, you could be literally living under a rock, and you know who that is. You know right. that and, name. And there's okay. a lot. But, but let's going. okay, right? But let's make sure here before we go any further. We're just gonna ask one question: Yes or no? Do you know? Oh, two questions. Do you, Alex? Do you know who the Rock is? Yes, I do. He's a wrestler. Okay, if oh <laughs> he's boy, a wrestler, he said. <laughs> okay, if the, the rock, rock, hold on. If if the Rock was in your building right now, and you're like going to go get your mail, and he was like, "Hey, what's up, little buddy?" Would you know who that was? Buddy. Would you be like, "Oh my God, you're the Rock"? I have a general idea of what he looks like. Okay. All right. Fine. That's fair enough. No more info. Trader Ruski, over under of the amount of movies he can name that The Rock was in. Half. Half? Okay. All right. That's a fair line. I'm going to go over. And I'll tell you why when all the bidding is done. I'll go over half. Uh, vintage one. Oh, he, he set the line at a half? Yeah. So it's either going to be one or zero. I got to go over. I got to go over. Okay. He's got to know one. Okay, Sonatine, do you think over or under? Give me goose eggs. I'm going to say zero. And the only reason why I think it's over is this is silly. I'm pretty sure The Rock has done some cartoons or like kids' movies. And there's, there's probably a chance he might have seen right. that. But so you can't be giving clues like Well, that. that's not a clue. I mean, he's going to tell you he knows. Or, okay. Okay, if that really helped. And we don't, we're not even, there's no money on this. Okay, anyhow. PLOL. Okay, The Rock actually gave up his wrestling career for the most part a decade plus ago, and now he's the most highest paid action actor, or probably anything actor in the world. Is that right, Vintage One? I mean, you know that better than me. Yeah. Isn't he he's the highest paid? Like, what, what yeah. is he making? 40, 50 million a movie? He, well, he's probably getting paid probably 20 million up front and then gets back end where he makes Okay, fair enough. Okay, so PLOL. The actor, not the wrestler. So you can't say WrestleMania or WW, whatever. How many movies can you name that The Rock has been in, been a part of? Well, I, I know who he is, and I, I know he was running, or he was possibly going to be running for president. Uh, that's kind of what I know about him. Um, I, I can't... <laughs> I can't think of oh, any. Okay. Ship it. Talking about Sonic right. Team. Okay. Go, I thought didn't he do like a cartoon though, a kid's voice or something? Mm. Yeah, the mommy, the mommy. Did he do All like right. the Fast So no, yeah, he was in. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's in Fast and Furious. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Fast never... and Furious. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. Yeah. I, I yeah, didn't know he was in that. I, I only guessed because yeah. we were making a room sound. Okay. All right. Well, you know what. Uh, that will be it for tonight. And the, the thing is, honest to God, this isn't even a troll. So that's just, that's, that's just, he doesn't. Uh, okay. So this is another off subject, uh, off subject, non poker gambling thing. Uh, do you guys remember from 2019, uh, the, what they call now the 2019 chicken wars? Nope. Okay. So it all started with a tweet from like Popeyes to uh, Chick-fil-A when Popeyes had a new sandwich and they started trolling each other on Twitter. And then Popeyes had this crazy, everyone said was amazing. I had it once. I thought it was okay, but not to die for. They had this chicken sandwich and people were getting arrested at Popeyes for fighting in line and cutting oh, yeah, lines. Yeah, and, yeah. and it was just, they were going crazy. You guys kind of familiar with this? Yeah. Trader Ruski, uh, are we boring you? I'm sorry. Are we bothering you? Do you have somewhere else to be? <laughs> I mean, you look like you're falling asleep. Can we text 
about the show and wanted Can't to know. Can you just turn at least the camera angle down a little it, there, Trader? I mean, it, it just, they you said, can't look any more disinterested. <laughs> no, they, it said, they said you didn't put the link in the uh in the well, chat. Listen, you know, he's the owner of the site. He can find it. Okay. Trader Ruski. Are you familiar? Oh, we have a Hoosier back. He must like chicken. Trader Ruski, are you familiar with these chicken wars on Twitter and then in real life? I do the shootings, the stabbings. I have not tried one, but I am familiar with it. Okay. A Hoosier A. We're talking about the great uh, fried chicken wars of 2019. Do you kind of know what we're talking about? No idea. Okay, so all oh, the uh, the, chick the chicken sandwiches, right? Right, and then like they're tweeting, and then people start going crazy at Popeyes across the country. They're fighting in line. There are car crashes in the drive-through. I'm not making this up. There are arrests in the lobbies. Kind of ring a bell a little bit. Yeah. Okay, Sanatine, what about you? You know about this? Oh yeah, I sat it out, but in spirit, I was there. So I'm gonna drop a little nugget with you all. Uh, next Tuesday, Popeyes for the first time is introducing their first ever chicken nugget and they say and this is a quote that this is going to be the chicken nugget of all chicken nuggets that it's 24 hour marinated and it's going to destroy mcdonald's burger king chick-fil-a any brand of chicken nuggets you've ever had before uh so you probably ask why are we even talking about this i don't know i really don't know i was looking for things just to put in the show we have six guys here no offense, a couple of you look like you've eaten some chicken nuggets in your day. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not naming names. So I'll just start off and, you know, have a little chicken nugget talk. Hey, who's your A? Uh, were you ever currently in the past a chicken nugget fan? Uh, I don't normally get the chicken nuggets, but if I had to pick a chicken nugget, I'd go with uh, probably Chick-fil-A's grilled nuggets. Yep, wise choice. That's where I go to. And – do you if these get the most rave reviews in the world like everyone's like oh my god these are chicken nuggets of, of 14 karat gold would you ever venture out to popeyes and get chicken nuggets uh, new chicken nuggets a popeyes is like the closest restaurant to my work so i end up going there quite a bit okay <laughs> so you know what hey we already have one potential customer all right fair enough now trader risky uh you know you're no offense i think the oldest of the bunch here so, you know, health has to be a consideration. I mean, it is for me, and I'm younger than you. When you were back in your heyday, when you're running around, you know, doing your thing, were you ever a fan of the chicken nugget? No, not really. Okay. If these get the most amazing reviews life's ever heard of for a chicken nugget, would you ever go and get a Popeye's chicken nugget? What would have to happen for you to walk into a Popeye's and order chicken nuggets? I would pay not to eat one. Okay. Vintage one, same questions. Uh, were you ever a fan of chicken nuggets when you were young? Could be a kid, an adult, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets. If if there was some sort of craze for Popeyes, like next level, amazing, I would try to locate a Popeyes. I have no clue where one is, but I would go and try it out. Yeah, why not? Now, PLO, I just got a real sick read on vintage one. I believe when he goes to McDonald's for his chicken nuggets, he likes no other sauce as much as the honey mustard. I'll bet you even $10. I want, I don't know anything. I want honey mustard. Barbecue. I'll give you, I'll, okay, you can have barbecue and PLO, I'll give you every other sauce for 10 bucks. I just have a okay. sick read. It's honey mustard or hot yeah. mustard, mustard variant. Vintage one, honestly, no trolling. What is your premier sauce when you go to McDonald's for your delectable chicken nuggets? Barbecue. Chip. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair although, enough. although mm -hmm. I don't, I like the honey mustard. 
But, yeah, but that's not it's yeah, that's not your go that's not your go-to. Your main no, like your your more than 50% per nugget sauce is barbecue. Is that yeah, what you're well, saying? And you know what? To to be totally honest, you're 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 not wrong, Brandon, but my wife loves barbecue, so I'm always for the last 10 oh, years. Wait. I we have barbecue. we have an debate here. So but if it was up to you, it would be honey, it would be the the honey or hot no, mustard. No, because when I've gone on my own now, I've ordered the barbecue. But you used to be a so I used converted to do, you? I used to do honey mustard and uh, ranch. Objection, leading the witness. All right, fine. <laughs> I, I, I lose. All right. Uh, little buddy's smiling. Little buddy, you know, you're the youngest by far of the whole group. In fact, you're only 20-something. Uh, so you're still in your nugget heyday. Uh, do you <laughs> care for a nugget every now and again? or did your you nuggets haven't were... even dropped. Yeah, his nuggets <laughs> haven't even dropped. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I do like chicken nuggets. Um but I think the only fast food, you know, big fast food place that has a chicken nugget that's decent is Chick-fil-A. Um, I agree. McDonald's and Burger King are, are no good. Um, and I'm pretty skeptical that Popeye's is going to be any good. But, uh, you know, would, what go, would I'll have to happen? What would have to, okay, so what would have to happen for you to go to Popeye's and try out these chicken nuggets? Like, would well, you just... I, I am kind of curious. So I, I will go once to try it out. And, you know, if I like it, okay. then, you know, maybe I'll get it again. But, uh, you know, I, okay. I don't think it's going to be that great. Now, Sonatine, uh, I, you know, I want to give a disclaimer before there's any potential wagering or whatnot. And welcome to the show, PFA Daily. Sonatine, you know, it's, you've said this before. You usually only leave the house about once a year. So probably the chances that during that once a year trip out that you get chicken nuggets, it would almost be preposterous odds. In fact, PLOL, start working up those odds. But, but Sonatine, uh, back in your heyday, when you left more than bi-yearly, were you ever a fan of the chicken nugget? Listen, in the before times, I fuck with McDonald's and I fuck with barbecue sauce. Okay. All right, I've been right. around this industry for a while, this chicken McNugget industry. I'm telling you right now, it's been stagnant. We need somebody uh -huh. to come in and shake things up. Popeyes is going to land something interesting. I'm a fuck with it. I'm going to get it delivered. No question in my mind. And if they suck the next day, I'm getting McDonald's chicken McNuggets because I want that experience once a month. I go the, uh, the McNuggets route and um, I'm not going to give that up just because Popeye's roped me into a fad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if Popeye's comes through, I'm good with it. That's my month. If not, I'm going right back to McDonald's because I know what's good. Very good. Well said as always just eloquently. That's probably the sweetest chicken nugget eulogy I've ever heard. Um, I used to like McDonald's, you know, for the chicken nuggets way back in the day. But the thing about it was, it was always hit or miss. Like if you get that, I guess that oil where it's kind of crisp and it's like yellow looking, it could be great. And then sometimes it's just not as crisp, but, and that was also because I did not have until a couple of years ago, a Chick-fil-A ever near me in my entire life. I'd have to literally go. Remember every time I had to, when I lived in Florida, when I lived in other places, when I would go to the Atlanta airport for a connecting flight, I'd always look forward to Chick-fil-A because that's the only place I could find it. So Chick-fil-A finally came to Vegas about four years ago. In fact, now we have four or five of them. And uh, every time I drive by one, it's just like cars just out, out the drive through It's ridiculous. And I think Chick-fil-A is by far the best chicken nugget. I don't even think there's, it's a close second anymore. So, um, and then Popeye's, I've been to Popeye's twice in my entire life. So I don't know. I doubt I did go once for that chicken sandwich. I thought it was all right, but not anything worth, you know, going to jail on attempted murder charges for. So well, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's so, pretty good. Uh, 
Okay, anyhow, PFA Daily, unmute yourself. We're about to change subjects, but before we do, uh, you know, no offense. I've, you know, you're kind of the same age range as all of us, or not the little buddy. I've seen some pictures of you. You look like like us that, you know, you've enjoyed a chicken nugget or two back in your day. Welcome, Daily, and tell us, uh, now or at an earlier point in your life, were you ever a fan of any sort of chicken nugget? Didn't really think this was why I was coming on the show, but uh, okay. And, you, you, and you're not wrong about the introduction, but I, if it ain't Chick-fil-A, I'm not fucking with it. Okay. Yep. Same, same for me. Very, very good. Daily, how are you? Thanks for coming on. Uh, what's, what's going on? I, I hear you're not at home. You're in a secret location like uh, Druff likes to go to sometimes. Tell us what's going on. Yeah. No, got some time off. Finally, finally hit Las Vegas for a couple of days, which was very nice. And, now I'm back up with my family up in the uh, Boston and um, northern New Hampshire. So having a pretty good time, dialed into the show. Didn't realize I'd be on it, but here we are. Wait, you were in Vegas recently, you said? Yeah, I think I just missed you. I was uh, at Caesars for a couple of days. Well, you can't really miss me if you don't call me. <laughs> I, mean, that's I, know. Not <laughs> that's okay. I know. I know, I know. Yeah, it's fine. You're with the, I mean, really, that's not missing me. That's just, hey, I didn't call you. But no, it's, it's listen, you're with the family, you're with your wife. I get it. Did you have a good time? Tell, give us had, your uh, give us your Vegas report, your trip report from your perspective. Had a, had a great time. Um, what was really interesting, and I didn't really think about it much until I got out there, was is, uh, those of you who follow on the forum know I like to bet, uh, occasionally bet on golf and the Open uh what some people incorrectly call the british open was uh, last weekend and in vegas you can actually wake up at seven in the morning and being an old man that's what i do when i'm out there because i'm also losing three hours and you can see the uh, the leaders hit off tee off and then uh, by noon yep. it's all said and done so it's good to get a nice cup of coffee watch uh watch the open and uh again for those of you who are on the forums knew i had colin marikawa so it was a pretty excellent trip from almost every perspective. So, you know, I don't know what all of you know or don't know, but it's a real weird mix we have here. So there's actually a lot of people that will be watching this show or listening to it that don't really know much about the forums. In some cases, they totally flat out ignore the forums and they just come here for the radio only. So for those that don't know a little history, uh, Daly is a longtime member of PFA. And he's probably, or not probably, he's actually the resident sports expert, particularly uh, prop bets. Very, very good. He's made a lot of people a lot of money over the years. Just a generally great guy. Him not calling me here while he was here in my home city, notwithstanding. But just a well-respected, great guy. He built up a lot of, uh, just a lot of respect, a lot of prestige, uh, just a lot of, you know, well wishes and just good thoughts. And then... He came on PFA election, shot it all to shit in one evening by not being able to do simple math. No, I'm kidding. I'm only kidding. Uh, but anyhow, it was only three. Only yeah. three electoral well, votes I fucked up. <laughs> Any, anyhow, Daly, the last time Daly was on, he was on our PFA election show, and he uh, unfortunately made a sad uh, miscalculation. But that that's only a joke. He didn't cost anyone any money. Um, but so, so anyhow, uh, Daly, what, you know, we were talking before – about Vegas potentially shutting down again and just, uh, I don't know, just in general, what's going on here. So what was your feeling when you were here? I mean, just like with the crowds and just how busy things were and your comfort level, masks, no masks, just that whole thing. 
Well, you know, I live in Florida, so that'll tell you where I'm at on the mask thing. So it was everybody was completely comfortable. Everybody had a great time. There wasn't a mask to be found anywhere. Um, The city was back and probably even more than when I remembered it. Um, The sports books were packed, especially for the NBA finals. Um, Just people everywhere. The restaurants were were absolute bedlam and yep. it's an itch what i don't want to turn this all political but because i'm seeing the same shit here in new hampshire uh every place you go there's a line every place you go there's a wait if you don't have a reservation you're screwed um that went from hell's kitchen that went to andiamo's at the d it went to Montemiga b at paris every place we went there was a huge line a huge wait and you needed a reservation um Taxis were few and far between. I mean, they were available, but you had to wait. We didn't bother with Uber because everything was two and three times rate. And, you know, it just it took too long to, to hail one. Um, the check-in, I, I was fortunate enough. I stayed at Nobu, which is like a boutique hotel with, within Caesars. It has its own um, yep, check-in, check-out. It, wonderful hotel. Great, great time. I, I sailed It's amazing that uh, you would, you'd almost think Caesars doesn't run it. You can almost guarantee it because the main foyer <laughs> for the, you know, the Julius and the Augusta or whatever other Roman general they have in there with a tower, the, there was a, at least a line of 50 people and they're ready to check in or check out at any one given time. Um, so, I mean, the city is doing incredibly well from what I can tell. And forget about the amount of people there. You can tell they're doing well because you can't find a table that's less than $25 anywhere. Well, I've seen that. It's kind of, you know, it's unbelievable. I see people just, you know, everyday average looking people sitting at ultimate Texas holding tables with $25 minimums with thousands and thousands of green and black in front of them. And just makes you think, you know, where, where does everyone get this money? And they're just happier than pie. They don't seem to care if they lose or win. And uh, I've noticed that that's another thing that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up since we've come back. Uh, full-fledged across the strip and even some non-strip properties table minimums have just sprang up everywhere um really really interesting and you know what they, they friday saturday nights even with the higher limits you still can't in some cases find a table i mean or it's hard you have to kind of scout it out if you want to sit there with your friend and two of you sit at the same table it's it's would you say it's kind of next near impossible or you just have to get really lucky you know, yeah you gotta prime be, times you gotta be really patient we went to binion's thursday early evening and we got the floor guy to open up a blackjack table for us and but it was like you know six to five and you had to play this stupid dollar you know to go with you know some stupid bonus <laughs> game that isn't worth that it. doesn't sound like something you would do that sounds like it's, uh minus ev gambling it totally is but when you're with your wife and your, your friends from san diego and you just want to play 15 dollar blackjack you gotta do what you gotta do right sure sure how did the trip end up uh financially uh well like i said colin was 32 to one so it worked oh, out yeah, yeah, pretty damn well okay Great actually my, i was hammered um watching game six of uh nba sorry game five and my wife looks up at the board this is the best vegas or sports gambling story i ever had in my entire life and she goes i my god strike me dead eric amandola what a stupid name that is i go who he's like the guy there in nascar i go why you think he's gonna win she's like no no way i ran up i put ten dollars on it because that's how big of a joke i thought it was we go out have a great time wake up the next morning i open up my phone 
Eric won the friggin' race in a shortened race where half the field thought that they were going to go the whole race, uh, but did get the memo and they, they called the race off about 10 laps early and wow. it was 70 to one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. 70 to one. Yep. 700 bucks. Well, you know, it's funny that you, we have you on here because you talk about sports a lot and you, you know everything. Tell me if you know this. and I'll, I'll just address this to everyone here. So, uh, you know, I get these uh, – I guess I have the CBS Sports app on my phone. I don't know why. You know, I go to ESPN. So I just got this announcement on my phone. Okay, this is real. So I want you all to tell me what you think of this. I mean, doesn't this sound like something that would be fake news? I get an alert on my phone that the U.S. women's three-on-three – basketball team did anyone you know there's an olympic three-on-three women's basketball team i i never heard of this anyone know anyone no i didn't so the women's u.s three-on-three basketball team beat get ready for it mongolia just now and and i mean how that's an olympic event they're playing mongolia a waste of money how do you how do you recruit the mongolian women's three-on-three basketball i mean how good can they be that's I, I just I, I'm really reading this and they beat Mongolia 21 to nine. Hey, they should be so proud. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Uh, so yes. daily people would hate me. I'd be remiss for not asking. I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Is there a prop bet? Is there something in the foreseeable future? Anything, any kind of gaming information you could give to those listening? And again, I can't tell you the listener enough that this guy knows his stuff. So Come on, I, mean, daily. I, I need to make my 20 back from, uh, our guy here. Yeah, okay. I mean, NFL season. Hey, real quick, guys, before before the, that goes on, I have to get off here. But I, I, I wanted to tell you something that was a fail. So right before those games earlier with PLOL, I, I jumped off. I wanted to play those games, but I was also playing on WSOP. And after being on the call for like 15 or 20 minutes, it told me that it recognized that I had screen sharing software on my computer going on. And it made oh, me good. jump off of WSOP, so I had to close Zoom. Cause, cause you're on zoom. Yep. They consider yep. that. Yep. That's yeah. funny. That's, hey guys, I gotta go. It was nice. Uh, hey. Nice catching up with you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure. One of these days we will definitely, are you still working at the same place that I know of? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, not okay. very much longer, but, uh, okay. One of these uh, days I'll, I'll try to come by. I'd, I'd love to meet you, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, or that if uh, you want to go out for lunch or something like that sometime, uh, we'll, uh, Okay, but it's not going to be Popeyes. I'm just being honest. Okay, I'm kidding. Chick-fil-A. Thank you for coming on, buddy. Take care, right. Marty. Good to see you. See you guys. All right, Hoosier. Take care. Good guy. Good guy. All right. Man, so, that is Chris Moneymaker, boy. It looks like him. Talks like him, too. So, uh, Daly, is there anything you can give our listeners, our viewers, even us, something, whatever it is that you like that we should look out for? I don't know. Just some kind of edge. Daily? Crickets. Did we lose Daily? Bueller. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Daily will get back to us. Daily, just hop back in uh, when you can. Trader Ruski, thank you for acting like you care of that we're on the air. I mean, appreciate I it. Even though I was you... waiting for another. No, you know, Trader Ruski, listen, you look like this is what you look like, Trader Ruski. And I love you. You're one of my best friends in the world. You look like the kind of person that went to the, like the six, maybe 4 30 early bird special for dinner, and you're now you're just ready for bed. Like you mm-hmm. went to Sizzler or Steak and Ale in 1972. Oh, now you just want to go to sleep. I was up at four in the morning. Had, it's 8 40. I had a meeting at a place called Bucks and Woodside. It's a very famous restaurant. A lot of the uh, Silicon Valley deals have gone down. 
All right. It was. Fair it's enough. a three. About a three-hour and fifteen-minute drive from here, so I had to leave at eight five fifteen. Went there, came back, but I did take a nap, so I'm good. Well, you know what? Everyone has their what happened. I mean, Alex had to go to the corner store today, so let's. Okay, so I'm glad that Trader Ruski, you're awake and alert because if you looked at the uh, PFA agenda, the next topic is dedicated to you, because I feel like you're probably the most. I don't want to say under-respected, but just you don't get – you're one of the, the – Alex, what am I trying to say here? You are you are a podcast sidekick legend, and sometimes we feel as if you don't get your 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 due. You know, Druff talks about him. I talk about me. You know, PLO talks about him. But there's never really anything out there about you. So let's just do a little bit of, a, I don't know, an editorial, a tribute to Trader Ruski, the man, the myth, the absolute podcast sidekick legend. Now, I'll tell you, one thing I learned... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Trader Ruski. Before you go to me, Daly is back. I want to make sure you knew that, and I didn't know if uh, you wanted to go to him first. That's why he's a legend, Brandon. That's why. Look how he just ran the show. Now, okay, so for those that don't know, some might say it's an addiction. Some might say it's an illness. But Trader Ruski participates as a sidekick in one of many regularly scheduled podcasts all over the internet not just poker not just gambling he's been on a couple podcasts i've done he's on this podcast now we did some talk with him off air and we actually got some info on some of the other podcasts that he's a part of uh for instance plo what's the podcast that he's on every wednesday night well he's in a Nicki minaj fan club podcast on wednesday we found that out now people are gonna (laughs) laugh but it's actually true the Trader Ruski, tell us a little bit about this Nicki Minaj uh, podcast, fan club, what have you, that you're a part of. No, she, she's a great tennis player. And uh, <laughs> now, um, no, you know, we talked about uh, what's going on. You know, that might be incorrect information. About her WAP? Okay. That's, that's uh, a young person term. I, I yeah uh so okay, uh, sorry bro. there's you know everyone knows like when you go to a restaurant what's the f- most famous state that markets potatoes i would say idaho okay right so but trader ruski got caught up with these guys that are basically trying to market nebraska's potato so you're a part of i mean i don't even know what you'd even talk about you're a part of a nebraska potato podcast yeah. What, well, the, how, what, what the red potato, the red red potato from the bus. oh, so is that different? Is the Idaho like a white? Is okay. okay. You guys are trolling now, right? Yeah, the whole thing's a troll. Okay, it's fine. But anyhow, <laughs> the, the truthful part is Trader Ruski. He's like the Ed McMahon, uh, the the I don't know who. What are the what's the guy that was part of Conan? Uh, the, uh, the uh, Andy Richter. Andy Richter. Like you're 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 just maybe not as acclaimed, but in my eyes and in the eyes of the listener. Uh, we just want to say, Trader Ruski, thank you for always being a part of these podcasts. Hey. When you fall asleep on the air, when you don't mute yourself properly, when you're, it's all hey. static and mumble jumble, when you're snoring, it doesn't matter. That's who you are, and we love you, and, and we just want to dedicate this moment to you and our appreciation. Thank you. That's the, that's the pillow when I fall asleep sometimes <laughs> during the show. That I fall asleep. Hey, I've listened to a lot of Howard Stern and heard a lot of people fall asleep. No one falls asleep. Better than Trader Ruski, that's for sure. Nothing. Now, Sonatine, you know, you're obviously, are you with us, Sonatine? 
Very uh, much. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, Sonatine, you have the most I mean, you have the most eloquent words out of anybody on this podcast. Could you just give us a brief? I mean, because I know we were talking on the radio, like I want to do something special with Trader I have some words prepared. So could you just, I mean, it can't be, it was kind of long. I mean, it went on like for 12, 15 minutes. So we can't really do the whole speech, but can you maybe paraphrase some of the things you were talking to me off air that you wanted to say? You know, you're the wind under our winds, Trader It's, you know, you, you, you keep our sails billowed and, uh, you know, uh, all right. As far as I'm concerned, like emotionally, you're in the club, you're in the club. Beautiful. I appreciate that, brother. Beautiful. Uh, PFA Daily, are you back with us? Okay. Sure am, brother. The pressure, oh. the pressure got to me. I had flashbacks of South Carolina. It's three electoral votes there. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, let, you know, I know it's out of context, but I'm serious, guys. If whatever this man says, and, you know, don't bet the kids' college fund on it, but, but you know, throw some extra cash that you may have on it, some, you know, saved up pandemic money. Uh, PFA Daily, football is coming up. I mean, there's so many different things. There's overs, there's unders, there's baseball playoffs are going to start relatively soon, I guess. Like, what? So is there one thing you can kind of tell us to look out for, to maybe throw a couple bucks on, just anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's college football is what we're staring down right now. I mean, I think what everybody in the community, so to speak, has their eyes on right now is what's up with Aaron Rodgers. Because uh, you will find some local sports books you won't see it in vegas right now that are still hanging uh the packers as the favorites to win the norris and if obviously he is going to retire as is speculated but not confirmed it would be you know the vikings that should probably be the favorite so that's kind of like the topic du jour that everyone was kind of looking at i think for college football it's you know you know week one and your win totals for the year it's it's that time of the season um i think my favorites right now you've got uab um they're at seven and a half i think it's a clear over uh the entire defense is back they're playing in a shit conference six of those kids are going to be drafted to play in the nfl maybe not in the first round but they're going to be drafted the entire offense is back they've got a new quarterback but he's Supposedly very, uh, he's going to acclimate himself pretty well. So uh, over seven and a half there. South Carolina is looking like they're going to rebound. They got um, put up at three and a half. That's a clear over. They've got two D2 teams that they're going to be playing early on. A lot of casinos have actually moved that to four already. Um, But I think the bet, uh, which I've... God, I sound like a douchebag when I say no, something like stop, this, but it's stop, it's stop. um it, I've released it uh, as they say, but it's um uh, for those of you who follow college football, it's it's especially after the last ten years, there's really only six teams that can win in any one given year. You're looking at Alabama, uh, let's call it SEC Team X, which is the second place team in any one given year. You're looking at Oklahoma. You're looking at uh, Clemson, and then you know, occasionally maybe Notre Dame or somebody from the Pac-10 will be there to get blown out in round one. But the one other team that's really always going to have a shot is Ohio State. And um, Ohio State right now, when you're looking at the year, they've got two kids at wide receiver. They're the two best wide receivers in college football. If either one of their wide receivers moved to a different team, they would be the number one wide receiver there. 
And they've got a kid coming in right now to play quarterback. His name's CJ Stroud. Uh, he's from California kid. He's a solid four star, not a five star, uh, but his stock rose incredibly well throughout the past year. Um, they do these glorified seven on seven drills, which is basically the quarterback and, you know, six wide receivers running patterns. And uh, they have a competition with all the top quarterbacks and all the top wide receivers to show up that are going to be in college football the following year. He won the MVP there going away. Didn't miss a pass. Um, he came in last year, sat behind fields, learned the offense. He is the heir apparent to that offense. What I'm getting at here is not only are there only six teams that can really win the championship, there's really only a handful of positions that are in serious contention for the Heisman Trophy in any one year. He is going to throw for 4,000 yards maybe 5,000 yards. Ohio State is going to blow out every team they are facing. He got hung at 40 to 1 to win the Heisman Trophy right away. There are some shops in Vegas right now that have him at 10 to 1. Um, there's a lot of local books that still have him 16, 20, 25 to 1. He should be 7 to 1. So that's that's kind of the play of the day that I've been telling everybody to get down. One on. more time, I think you CJ, said CJ, CJ Shroud. Spell that? Shroud. Stroud, S-T-R-O-U-D? Yes, and he's okay. going, he's, he's, again, you're talking about a 7-1 shot, not an even money shot, but he should absolutely positively not be 40-1. to one. Gotcha. Okay, well, thank you for that. And also, Daly, I, I thank you when the show started. I want to thank you again. Uh, Daly donated uh, $79, well, $80, $80 to the free roll tonight, which we used on a bounty uh, for, for, somebody on radio here well, actually for plol and actually i forgot a couple times i wanted to ask you but we were all talking uh i assume well you haven't said anything are you still in the tournament plol uh no i got knocked out so, okay will you do me a favor will you text me uh off air the person that knocked you out sure okay okay well thank you daily there i don't know if you were listening in the beginning about what we decided to do how the bounty is on plol but there's a little bit more to it than that i don't know if you heard what we were doing. If not, I'll text you when radio is over. Um, but a couple things here real fast. Uh, I promised all my co-hosts, especially Trader Ruski, who's running the show, that we would wrap this up in three hours and in eight minutes will be three hours. So there are a couple quick things I want to cover like real fast. And we've done almost the entire agenda. And then uh, I'll turn it over to everybody for closing remarks. Um, since we are talking sports, and I, I don't know why no one's posted this, uh, daily, do you know the name of the venue where the New Orleans Saints will be playing football this year and for the future? Uh, yeah, it's um, a certain property I just stayed at. <laughs> so I, I, this is just showing you how life has just changed so fast, whereas five years ago, this wouldn't even be – this would have been unheard of. But it was announced and approved uh, – recently in fact this was a day ago by the louisiana legislature that the superdome the famous superdome known for everything from super bowls and hurricane victims getting raped uh, and i'm not i'm not saying that to be funny it actually happened uh as now i've actually i was there uh, i've been there about three times all for college football national championship games that involved florida state but 
why don't you tell us what the new name after a $138 million deal was signed and approved uh, by the Louisiana legislature. Daly, what will the new name of the Superdome be? I don't know what the complete name. I just saw the picture. It's pretty simple. It's It's the simplest name. Caesar's Palace Field. It's the Caesar's Superdome. (laughs) Caesar's Superdome. Okay. They should have called it the Caesar's Superdome. That is the name of the new. uh, Yep. Uh, that is what they're going to be playing. Anyone have, I mean, it is what it is. Anyone have anything they want to add? Say about this? New Orleans Saints, Caesars Superdome. Maybe they'll have like a little concession called like the Rio or like it's fail. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Then they'll move it to like the, okay, never mind. You get what I'm doing. All right. Are uh, they, they going to rebrand Horace down the street? I keep hearing that, but I don't, I don't think there's been an official announcement. I don't know. They That's, have to, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I would think they would. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if they're smart, they would. Um, so, uh, anyone have anything they want to add about the Caesars Superdome? No. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so I don't know how this is possible. Um, but Las Vegas Sands, and maybe it's because of Macau, but it's now I'm reading it now. It's because of Vegas, Las Vegas Sands announced in the second quarter. And that's when like things are open and things are great that they lost 192 million. I don't know if that's like fuzzy math. Uh, but anyhow, they on a per share basis, Las Vegas based Sands said that it lost 25 cents a share, which uh, equal 192 million. Um, OK, MGM. I, I don't get that. And anyhow, it's been sold, but that's still very weird. Uh, MGM Resorts. Uh, remember, guys, maybe you don't remember, but they like basically sold now every casino they have. They sold the Bellagio, the Aria for like massive millions, and then they lease it back at like. 40 million a year so they use that money like real fast too and they announced a proposal with a company called oryx and that's o-r-i-x to build the first casino ever in japan and that's actually kind of amazing because that's what they said they were going to do like a month ago and then they like immediately went out and did it so i guess look for that maybe like the next olympics after the three-on-three women's uh basketball team what have you beat Mongolia, they could technically go and celebrate at the new MGM Oryx Casino in Japan. It's going to be the first ever. I, I, you know, yeah. I would have thought there was a casino in Japan somewhere. Like, with that culture, they love gambling. Uh, are any of you shocked? I mean, to hear there's not there's not one casino in Japan. At least not like a legal casino. I guess Pretty shocking. Happened. Yeah, I would never have. Okay. Uh, so, I guess another news, a woman did something in a casino. She put a $5.60. She made a $5.60 bet at the Venetian, and she hit for $481,000. She doesn't want her name released because she probably has poor relatives that she doesn't want to know about it. Um, And you know what? I think that will be it. Uh, One other small poker story we can cover real fast. I will give this uh, credit to 2 Plus 2 where I found it. Famous poker player, and that famous is in quotes, arrested in Ibiza, Spain on drug trafficking charges. Oh, I saw this. I saw this. Okay, and I don't know much about it. Actually, I sent our man on the street that does these kind of things that that no one wants to dig deep because the article is in Spanish. So I'm going to turn this one over, and this will be our final story, and we'll do our wrap-up. I'm going to turn this over to uh, my little buddy, PLOL. He was a man on the street. He did some Google conversion things with the Spanish what happened? What, what, little buddy? What's going on in Spain now with famous poker players arrested? Talk to us. Well, I don't know how famous he is because I've uh, never heard of him, but he does have 
something like three or four million dollars on his Hendon mob. So, uh, yeah, this guy, Salman Bebahani. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he was. Wait, Salman from the poker boom? No, okay, I never heard of him. <laughs> Salman Bebahani, what did he do? Well, he was on a, uh, a private flight, him and 30 other people, and uh, they found 10 different types of drugs in his suitcase. Uh, and you said something like well, something was like pink cocaine? I've never even heard of such. Is that what pink yeah, cocaine? There's some uh, high-end form of cocaine that he was uh, apparently trying to peddle. Here, I'll, I'll read you. If you don't mind me jumping in, I'll give you the list. You're gonna well, be you have to ask PLOL. Well, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> do you have the list where you're going to do that, PLOL? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Please take the pressure off him. <laughs> so you're sweating that rock question. Got him nervous. All right, go they, ahead. They took 1.5 kilos of a substance called Tubichi. It's known as the pink cocaine, an elite drug. Due to its high price tag, cocaine, hash, and other drugs. So here's the list that was found in his suitcase. He had... 315 grams of cocaine. Uh -huh. He had 171 grams of something called 2C-B. Not sure what that it's is. It's an amphetamine. Oh, it's, oh, okay. So Jesus that's, peanut uh, he had that's seven, easy, probably. 705 <laughs> grams of hashish. Take it easy, Trader Ruski. <laughs> <laughs> um, 80 grams of crystal meth. And then he had similar amounts of marijuana, speed, ecstasy, hallucinogenic mushrooms, poppers, LSD, and more. Oh, okay. That's, so, that's, I mean, just, that's your normal that's your normal poker player, you know, just accessory well, it, kit. It, it, in addition to that, he also had 6,000 euros, uh, 2,000 American dollars, 500 British pounds, 100 Kuwaiti dinars, and 100,000 Thai bots. Yeah, well, he had some currency from all over the place. He sure did. Okay, now, funny enough, Sonatine, Sonatine, you still with us? Uh, and if you are, okay, uh, Sonatine, yeah. yes, I am. Don't get don't get mad at me here. I'm not throwing you under the bus, but I know that you have a pink cocaine Thailand story. Would you like to recant it with us real fast before we go? Ooh, I'm doing a, a hearing on that next week, so I'm not really going to be able to. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair kind enough. Of a sensitive so, time. Got it. So funny enough, I, I believe, and this is PLOL telling me this, but I believe I read in the art, or I believe you read me in the article that they said other famous poker players were on the plane, but none of them were charged. Is that what yeah. you told me? Yeah, there were other poker players on the, the private plane with him. But uh, did they say famous or just poker? No, they did. They just said there was other you know poker players that were with okay. Him. So, but in this article that's in the I don't even know whatever the translation of the headline actually is famous poker player arrested. So when I saw it, I'm like, okay, who is it? But it's I Salman. What is it? Janishki? Benny something. Wait, where, okay. So he was, does, does anyone know is Spain? Like, do they have really harsh drug laws? Like what would this Salman guy be looking at? Yeah. Well, what I heard, uh, the amount of drugs he had on him, he could get uh, four to five years would be average. Four to five years. That doesn't yeah. seem like much. That doesn't seem like much. Which is crazy because if memory serves, cocaine in Europe is like 10 times the price is what it is over here. Especially that pink cocaine. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Interesting. Well, keep an eye out on him. We'll talk about his trial and I'm sure Druff will cover the conviction. Um, okay. Well, you know what? 
I, Eric I think we, might be his lawyer. Yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> Only thing we had to talk about, literally, I, I'll just say it now, since I think we did everything. Uh, real fast, there's this uh, fountain blue that uh, started being built. It's on Las Vegas, right off Las Vegas. I'm sorry, it's on Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, it's You can see it right from the new resort world. It's basically kind of catty corner from it. It was built almost to completion during the uh, building boom. And then when the uh, real estate bust occurred uh, about 14, 15 years ago, uh, it went into bankruptcy and then it just sat idle. Somebody bought it and then they sold off all the furnishings of all places, a plaza hotel, then someone else bought it. And then they were going to name it after their son that overdosed a year earlier on opiates. Then they lost control. Then the original fountain blue creators bought it back. I'm not even making this up. This is true. So anyhow, it was announced uh, in the news. I don't have the article in front of me, but I am going to get it right now. Uh, so it was announced this week that we could potentially, and they've said this a hundred fucking times. So as I wrote in the official radio thread, I'll fucking believe it when I see it, that they will potentially be opening in 2023, but they won't be opening up as the Fountain Blue, as they said they would be only six months ago. Uh, so the former Drew, former Fountain Blue, is now scheduled to open up as what, little buddy? I'm sorry, I doze off. Okay, it's the JW Marriott. So the unfinished eyesore, this is according to VegasEater.com. I'm not sure why they're talking about this. It's a food website. But according to VegasEater.com, unfinished, this is headline, unfinished eyesore, Fountain Blue, formerly the Drew, before that, back to the Fountain Blue, could open as a JW Marriott in early as 2023 on the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, the new owners promise, because we've never heard this before, to finish the project, expedite it, and get it open to the public. Uh, I'm not even going to read this this history. Uh, somebody built it, then Carl Icahn bought it, then he sold it. Someone else, it really, it's honest to God what it is. Um, but now the JW Marriott is promising again with the promises that they're going to do their own rendition of six of a 67 floor resort with 3,700 rooms and suites that are furnished with new furnishings because the old furnishings are again at, at the plaza downtown. Uh, and they're gonna have over half a million square feet of meeting and convention space. It will be the first JW Marriott on the strip and uh, it will be their signature item as part of their Marriott International Edition brand. Uh, and you'll be able to use a skywalk to go to the convention center. There's going to be a casino, a spa, a pool, a retail, nightlife, restaurants, and, I'll, and then later on a bankruptcy. So mark my words on that. Uh, so anyhow, guys, that's it. My PLO is falling asleep. Everyone's tired. So what I will do. Hold uh, it. Before you check off, Brandon, real quick, because yeah. I came in. No, late. we're not checking off. Everyone's going to get a what have you, a goodbye. Everyone gets oh, to say okay. their piece. I just wanted real quick. Did you talk about uh, Lane Flack? Yeah, it was the first thing we covered. Okay, is there – It just give me a quick thing. Is there any um, – Everyone's uh, speculating drug overdose, but nothing official, and I oh. don't even suspect we'll ever know anything uh, official. No, the few people that will probably find out will never, ever talk about right. it. That's right. normally how these things happen. But, but anyhow, what came out six days ago, there's been no new information okay. since then. Nothing's okay. been released. Nothing's even been – I have a source. Like, it's, it's you know – I mean, look – I hate saying this. And again, this is my speculation. It's likely either drug overdose or a heart attack or something similar because of past drug use. I mean, nothing else really makes sense. And he was a big drinker, um, wasn't he? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, right. That could be part of it, too. So, anyhow, so I can keep my word. We're five minutes late, but oh, I think that's on. still... Brandon, oh, can you off? save it for your closing argument, or do you want it now? Okay, well, I'm doing this for you. I'm getting off for you, well, buddy. First of all, I'm good. So I'm good. I you're not you. good. You look like you. You look like you're just hey. fucking. You had eight cups of coffee. That that steak from the early bird special settling funny. You don't look good. So you're not good. I'm oh, kidding. Okay, go ahead, Trader Risky. I love you, buddy. So, uh, oh well, no. I mean, I didn't. You know, uh, Brandon did tell a story, uh, vintage one, about a confrontation that turned into a shoving match yes. with him and Lane Flack years ago. So anyway, you may want to listen back. I don't know if he wants to give you an overview, but it's not. A- okay, no, I'm not I'll covering it again. I don't have to labor over it again. I'll listen. But it's one of the. It's it's within the first five to seven minutes of the show. It will be on YouTube shortly after we're done. Okay. I can tell you off air. I can text it to you, but I'm not going to cover it again. Um, but with that being said, does uh, first before we do the closing arguments here, does anyone have anything else? Gambling, Vegas, life, anything they want to say before we do? I mean, anything in particular to this podcast that they want that want to address that we forgot well i just yeah i mean there was the article i sent you about you know DraftKings and nfts and, and okay start- so the thing is i read it and i looked at it and it just wasn't interesting okay i got it so that was the only thing and so i'm I think kidding i'm kidding i did look at it do you want to talk about that i don't give a shit i thought you might live you know you're the- well i'm doing all this to get you off you said 8 30 now it's nine do you want to talk but then once it was nine you i want to talk or you want to go to sleep so you can go to buck and whatever at five in the morning Fucking Fairchild, wherever you hang out with your metal friends, you pretty boy. Hey, Trey Ruski, is that a De Gaulle? That's funny. Um, That's funny. You're a funny guy. It looks like it's a, that's like 1999 Walmart. What? I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, since we didn't give him a lot of airtime, are you guys ready? You want to do the closing argument so we can shut this Please. thing down? Okay. I'm just right. breaking the balls like you do to draft friends. Okay, PFA <laughs> Daily, I know, and you're the best. PFA Daily, you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay, um, so, so uh, give us, yep, floor is yours. Whatever you want, you have three minutes. And let me parlay off what you, the, the last story you gave. I'd be interested to know if the Fountain Boo Blue now being a JW Marriott is an ownership just, change. I think you need to spend more time with men if you're calling me your Fountain Boo. I don't want to be yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> okay, but okay. I'm curious if that's yeah. an ownership change or just a name change because there is some major news coming out of Florida and that is on October 15th, sports betting is legal. Uh, that is a new phenomenon. There are two other components as part of that new law. The second component is, is now all casinos here will get craps and roulette and all other Vegas level gambling. But the third thing that very few people have been talking about is a new casino license in the southern part of the state, widely speculated to be in Miami-Dade. And supposedly it is earmarked for the individual who owns a casino there already, but is looking to move that spot to, we'll square the circle, the Fountain Blue on Miami Beach. I've read so that. Want- and that's always been that's always been the ideal spot that they've touted. I used to go there. I mean, that, that hotel became famous from, anyone know where that hotel first got real mainstream uh, press? It was in, a, I'll even give you a, a, a more info. It was in a very famous movie. And after that movie, it just, it became the place for decades to go to Miami Beach. A very famous movie scene occurred at that hotel in the 60s. Does anyone know that movie? Hold on, hold on. Vintage one, you go first. 
Scarface? No. Trader before that, way before sixties. Trader Risky. Trader Risky. Okay. Sixties. Sixties. Sonatine. Some like it hot. <laughs> PFA Daily. I think PLLL is going to know this one. Yeah, you could you could win the lottery before you know this one, unless he's googling it. PFA Daily, what movie? I think I think it's a Sinatra Rat Pack movie. Okay, you guys are making me feel so old. I, I'm just going to ask, so I'm not rude. PLOL. The Godfather. Come on, guys, Goldfinger. Are you kidding me? Goldfinger. Uh, Sean Connery's at the Fountain Blue, and he's the guy's cheating at uh, uh, Gin Rummy. You guys never. It's a. And then he goes up into the hotel room and the guy knocks him out and he paints his girlfriend with gold paint and kills her. You guys are it's Goldfinger. Yeah. Okay. All right. I thought Barbie would know. That's the Austin Powers one, isn't it? Okay. I'm just all right. Okay. <laughs> so anyhow, Daily, it doesn't say how the, it's really weird because you're right. It's article says only a new page on Marriott's website touts a fourth quarter 2023 opening of the JW Marriott on the former Fountain Blue and Drew site. It doesn't say if they bought it, if it's branded, it doesn't say. I'll have to do further research. But it's already on the Marriott website. Uh, who can I bet here that this does not see a fourth quarter 2023 opening? Does anyone want to give me, I'll even give like five to one odds. A small amount, friendly bet. Yeah, I would take it at five to one. I mean, if someone has to be in my life and and I guess two years. But okay, well, we can talk about it off air. Okay, Daily, back to you. Anything else you want to close with, my friend? No, that's it, buddy. It was good to catch up with all of you. Hey, thank you for the $50, uh, or I'm sorry, not 50. Thank you for the $80 donation. Uh, I'll explain to you off air how it went. And uh, it's on a bounty, but we don't know if someone won it or not because the condition was they had to do something after the bounty. They had to notify someone. So hopefully they do it. I'm sure somebody will win it. But thank you very much for everything. You're always very generous. Uh, I will go next to Vintage One. Uh, closing remarks, sir. And thank you for well, being on uh, radio. Well, first of all, daily, thank you for those picks. I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer those things. You should. You should. Yeah. He's brilliant. Um, I don't know. It's good to see you guys all. I mean, it's been a while since uh, I was on the the show since the big uh, apology tour. <laughs> yeah. With that one girl. Oof. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why we don't gotta. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. That's but uh, uh. Yeah, no, it's good. You guys all look good. Well, yeah, and well, uh, Frederick is doing the best he can. And it's uh, it's good. I mean, I, I can't wait to hear the show. And you guys are all integral parts of it. And you guys make it uh, fun for me to listen to. And uh, I'm surprised Druff's not here. I mean, that's well, that's I, why we're doing this because he couldn't be here. So he want he's occupied for a while so there wasn't going to be radio for a few weeks so you know we got asked the boys to kind of but i will say something on a side note uh the next time you come to vegas why don't you just not do a daily and don't say i just missed you when you didn't call me or let me know you're in vegas actually you know text me and say hey i'm about two miles from your house you know let me know you're here and i'll come down and say hello instead 100%. of talking about it on a video conference when we could have hung no, i'm That's kidding really. but That's let me know when you come here but now's not the time I mean, I'm just saying, like, unless you want to pay crazy rates and be in line, it's not the time. Well, you know, I don't really mind spending a little money to have well, some good time. <laughs> not all of us are Hollywood bigwigs, but okay. well, you thank know. you. Hey, next time I do a show, I think you've elevated your status now. I, I just didn't think about it, but I will include you because you're you're great for radio, YouTube, all of it. So I appreciate it. Thank that, you. I hope your family's safe. And can I say one other thing? It, it, this Honestly, this is true. And this might offend you or it might be a little bit too much, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. I've, you know, you offended that one girl. So maybe this is karma. 
For those that oh, you're not going to care. For those that don't know this guy, look at him. He's not shaven. He looks like he was on a a, a bender with uh, Robert Downey Jr. back in the early '90s. This guy's got a smoking hot wife, and I don't understand how. Okay, I've I've never met her, but I've seen pictures. Trader Ruski's like showing me pictures. Like, check out my buddy's wife. Like, that's kind of disturbing too. But anyhow, you have a gorgeous wife. I don't know how. Yes. I don't know why. But whatever you do, buddy, keep it going because you know obviously you know what you're doing. I mean, I don't I don't get it, but. Beautiful wife, beautiful family. I appreciate beautiful it. Kids. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll, I hope that wasn't I'll, too much, but you know, you did insult the one girl, so I guess it's no, kind of no, no. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I let her know a little, little okay. about ten minutes but, after. But, seri- <laughs> but seriously, thank you for coming on. And anytime no, we're course, on, I want course. you a part of it. You're great. I love the show. Uh, I love everyone involved. It's fantastic. Very nice. Sonatine, my friend. Uh, you're always, I mean, Sonatine, I can call Sonatine 10 minutes before his show starts. But like, hey, we're coming on the air. Like, and he's there. He's, he's patient. Uh, I mean, I, shit, Sonatine, I've, how long have we been going on the air on and off with shows? What, definitely over a decade. Sonatine. Thousands of years. Yeah, oh, okay. So, any, Sonatine, thank you for coming on. The floor is yours. Closing remarks, comments, uh, stories, oh, um, anecdotes. Yeah, no. Under two minutes, please. I got some news. Um, the Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda Zero Sugar sponsorship story. Uh, it was apparently so tasteless and so off color, it killed Jackie Mason. R.I.P. Jackie Mason, who died in the middle of my story. Um, so I want to dedicate uh, my portion funny. of the show to the memory of Jackie Mason. Please. No chance Alex knows who uh, Jackie Mason is, but it's funny. You don't have to Google it. Look, he's shaking his head. He doesn't know. It would be good to listen to some Jackie Mason because that would be some good stuff. Okay. Um, and also I'm getting some news from Alex. I won't say the name, but apparently the person that knocked Alex out, I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> Do you know that name? Uh, well, yes. And actually I have, uh, you know, something to say about that. Okay. Go. Well, you know, can we wait till it's your, you want, do you want yeah, to do it now I'll or you want to do, do it on closing. your closing? Okay. No, I'll do it in my closing. Okay. I'm sorry. I interrupted you, Salatine. I apologize. Finish oh, your no, closing, no, that's sir. That's the whole story. That's okay, it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Possibly. And again, Charlton, give a shout out to our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper, cream, soda, zero sugar in the house, in the club. Absolutely. Okay. And I don't know who to go first here. Uh, you know, my boy, Trader Ruski, my boy, PLO, two of my closest friends in real life. Um, I don't know. You know what? I will. He doesn't like the pressure, so I won't make him go last. PLO, well, the floor is yours. Do your announcement, your closing, your whatnot. Uh, sure. Well, there, you know, there might be some drama here with the uh, free roll. Um, so user pistol slap is the person who knocked me out. Okay. Um, he is listening. Um, and he's a member in good standing. However, there's a problem. He doesn't have a forum account, so he cannot PM you. You're not uh, eligible to play in tournaments if you don't not have Not eligible. Account. Well, Roll over. he um, attempted to make a forum account many years ago. And he said, the question <laughs> they ask you to make sure you're not a bot was uh, difficult for him. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me read these rules. This is hilarious that I actually have to look at these rules now. Um, you must be. I mean, you have to have an account. Like, it's just, yeah, it uh, says it. You have I to think, have an account. I think Drup lets lurkers. No, right? that's, you have to have an account. I'm reading the rules. The rules say you have to have a, a, a forum account in good standing. Okay. Whoa, All right. Um, okay. Hold on. So, why is he saying that he can't? Uh, Okay, Why so he when, when you sign up for this is unbelievable. Day, they ask you a question to make sure you're not. Uh, yeah, it's a simple question. Right. It's like, so what is when you have three of a kind and two of a kind in a hand, it's called a full what? 
And then you type in house. Yeah. So it, unfortunately, that question hard. was uh, too difficult for him. So he wasn't. Okay. Able. Then you know what? I'm sorry. If he, especially if he's listening, he doesn't get it just for being stupid. I'm sorry. That's it. If, no, 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 no. He's no. done. The answer. Well, hold on. There's there's more to say about that. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Go on, Alex. What's more drama? Well, well the answer is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you, let Alex finish the story, then the floor will go to you, Trader Risky. Go on, little buddy. Sorry, okay, Trader, no, no, he, Trader Risky. I'm not admonishing you. I love you. Go I know, on. Hold on, but let's hear the full story before we make a ruling. Go on, uh, little buddy. Okay, so. What's the more drama? Well, he, he is trying to uh, do a generous thing, which is uh, trying to donate the free roll money back if he's eligible for it. So. Uh, that's I don't know what you want to well, do with that. So he's I mean, basically just okay, but hold on. But hold on. This is a question. If it was some technical, and I listen, uh, Pistol Pete, or what was it? Pistol Pete, Pistol Lap, Pistol, pistol Trap, pistol, pistol Snatch. Okay, Pistol Snatch. If you're listening to radio now, I get it. And this is what this is what troubles me. If it was an uh, error on Druff's part where something was wrong with the form registration, then I get it, and it's not your fault. But it, it literally is as simple as you have three cards in one hand or three of a kind in your hand and then two of a kind, it's a full what? If you really couldn't put in house and that troubles you, then I, I we got to maybe put some money together to get a GoFundMe account for you and get you, get you the help you need. That's what we need to be doing. Hold on. Can you guys? I vote for a GoFundMe account and get him the proper schooling he needs to overcome this. Pistol, okay, oh, snap. Pistol, yeah. <laughs> Trader Ruski, the floor is yours. <clears throat> I thought the answer back then was steep. In other words, if you might be, be, have to come from a different country or speak a different language, that may not be as obvious. Wait, what's steep? Okay, Trainerowski is officially canceled. Yeah, what well, you're saying I mean, that my behavior I, is steep? No, in other words, the answer to the question, I think was steep, it was like, you know- What do you mean I, it's steep? Go, like it's- Hold on, I, I got the question right here if you want me to read it. Okay, what's the question? Okay, Norman was broke, but his very sick uncle was rich. He asked his friend for a loan and said, I'll be able to pay you back soon because I'll blank a lot soon once my uncle passes. Fill in the missing word, all lowercase. Hey, if you can't figure it out, he's contact us. Okay, time That's out. So, it was back then, though, when he probably had trouble. That's first all of all, I'm why saying. would Druff come up with that? That's insane. I mean, seriously, like, Druff. Like, that's is what the you gotta do. You have to answer a riddle to be on a yes, fifth tier. Yes. Okay, what country is this guy from? Do we know? Because an American know. should be able to figure that out. Trader Ruski's arguing he's not American. No, right. Find out. Find out where he's from. Because okay, that would that would make it more understanding if he's from Bulgaria. Oh, I want to bet. Can we bet where he's from? I want to. I want to bet Minsk. I want to bet he's in Belarus. Anyone like Belarus? Uh, I feel like Belarus is like Pistol Snatch, Belarus, Minsk. No? I'm gonna go I say he's from Bulgaria and he's just all rattled from the loss. Well, maybe he got turned off when you insulted yeah. that poor woman. No, he got he, he's rattled by the uh, the uh, three-on-three loss. That's Mongolia. Oh, Mongolia, my bad. Yep. Oh, let's find where is he from? I, I know he's European. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um, uh, why can't someone normal knock you out? Why does it always have to? Okay, uh, I have to talk to Druff about. So wait, so you can play in poker and, and do a whole thing, but never even have an account on, on the. I didn't yeah, even he, know that. Druff will qualify radio listeners. Brandon, you well, may not tonight because Bruce I have to handle the money. So this is... Oh, he's back. Okay, ask the kid. Does he need the money for real? Like, is he a poor well, kid? Well, he says he's donating he it back. Oh, he wants to donate it back to the free. Well, no, but he said only if he doesn't qualify. 
No, no. He said if he qualifies for it, he wants to donate the oh. money. Well, okay. Either way, he can't answer. Oh, Jesus. Okay, you know what? We'll talk about this. I don't know what this solution. Sonatine, what should the solution be here? Hmm. Because the rule was he had to PM me, but he can't because he doesn't know about being steep. I mean, I don't know. Druff well, comes up with Druff comes up with a whole autobiography you have to read and fill out just to it's Yeah, like, that's that's so complicated. Like morally, he's clearly not eligible, but legally, like God only knows what insane batshit stuff Druff has come together with to legitimize more people playing than not. So I don't know. Can I make one more point? I feel that this was a show for the listeners. The people that listen to the show. He probably tried three years no, ago. this is a show for my ego. Okay, Dave, you've been on Clubhouse way too much. Yeah, you have, Dave. You're too, Dave. I mean, you've just lost your edge. I mean, this is a show for my ego, for little buddy's okay. ego. We did an editorial about you, Sonatine's ego. We even had the one kid, the Chris Moneymaker lookalike on here. You think he ever gets anything other than, oh, it's Chris Moneymaker. No, this ain't about the listener. Okay, this is about us. Is it's a show for the listeners, so they necessarily may not have had a forum account. Somebody might have tried once with rough, no. ridiculous thing, and then just they can still access the show. So it's very possible. And and PLL seems to know him that he has been a listener, and I think that yeah. was the give it two weeks. PLL will be dating him, but that's another story. Um, sorry, too soon. Uh, okay, so. Anyway, whatever. But the point is, I said simply in the rule. Okay, just hold on. My argument is this. I said simply. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to message me. If you can't, that's not my problem. Like, that's what I said had to happen. I mean, I did say that. So that's not like a technicality. It's not. Okay, PLOL, you're the voice of reason here. What, what do you think should happen here? Because I, it's not up to Druff. Druff ain't going to pay shit because I have, I have the money. You know, I have to do the payment. So it ain't okay. Druff. Druff ain't taking it out of his pocket. You think Druff's going to send out some money and be like, oh, we'll figure it out later. No, Druff is going to no. Druff is going to be mad. This is going to, he'll never do, never do radio again. There's financial transactions I didn't approve of. This could lead to chaos that we're making fun of his paragraph. Okay, listen, a lot of folk reforms, you have to read half a novel before they give you entrance. That's normal. And, and Druff might even say that's normal in Eastern Europe, that you have to read 8,000 words and then type in something about something being steep. That may be out with the protocol. Okay. So what do we do here? Let's come up with a solution. We have one, two, three. Oh, Daly, are you with us? Let's bring Daly. Daly's very smart. Right. Daly fucked up the election night, but maybe he can settle this controversy. I think. I think which controversy is this now? Is ban him. <laughs> okay, so Daly with you know no, you know what? Hold on. Daly put up the majority of this money, so That's I'm gonna let Daly make a decision. It should be Daly. Okay, so Daly, this is what I did. Okay, I put a twist on things. I announced on radio and on radio only, meaning I didn't type it in the form on purpose. I didn't leave it in a thread on purpose, meaning you had to listen to radio. And I gave a $130 bounty on little buddy. Little buddy's also known as PLOL. Uh, and he played, even though he's banned, <laughs> uh, played in the PFA free roll tonight with a $130 bounty with the condition that I gave on radio that whoever knocks him out has to be listening to radio because after they knock them out, they have to message me on PFA only on, you know, PFA messenger. And in the subject chat, they have to type in two words. Those two words are yo buddy. That's Trader Ruski's catchphrase. And then in the body of the PM, right. I am blank, 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 you know, on PFA, I knocked out little buddy, you know, I'm here to collect the bounty. And I made it clear, like that's the process. So now, 
the one guy that happens to win it with one of the biggest bounties that we've had, okay, $130, has a poker account but doesn't have a forum account because he couldn't solve the answer because <laughs> Druff made it a riddle to be able to even get access to the forum to create an account. Okay, you can't make this shit up, but this is what I mean. Oh, hold on. So, uh, PLOL, is that about right? Did I explain it kind of in fast yeah, form? That's but, exactly okay. what happened. So, that's the dilemma. So, he can't follow. I made clear no exceptions. That's the rule. But the kid, and I just heard the question. Hold on. PFA Daily, this is what you have to do in 2021 to get an account with PFA. Go ahead, Alex. Tell him again. Norman was broke, but his very sick uncle was rich. He asked his friend for a loan and said, I'll be able to pay you back soon because I'll blank a lot soon once my uncle passes. Fill in the missing word. If you can't figure it out, use contact us form at the bottom of the page. So Daily, that's what you have to do to get on PFA. If you don't do that, you just, you're in <laughs> Never Never Land like the, this, this uh, pistol snatches. So Daily, with all the information you have, and that's currently all the information we have. Hold on, Trader Ruski. Isn't there a button to raise your hand on this app? And we do have one more piece of information, though. I feel like okay. Well, give me that before Daly makes his decision, because Daly's making the decision here. The the guy that won it said if he if it is concluded that he is that he would win and that he wanted to donate it for the next free will. Well, but I get it. But then I still should send him the money, and he could do what he wants with it. I mean, it's, that's okay. okay. All right, and, I think and I'm that's tired of all this donating, donating. I want someone to take the money and do something with it. Everyone just donates it back. It's like, you know, all we're paying is okay. So Daly, you know the story here. What what what's what I mean, you put up sixty-eight percent of the of the bounty. What should the ruling be? Um it's a tough one. This it's guy, a tough is one, this isn't guy, it? It, it, it? It all comes down to community. Is the guy in the community or not? He's in the community but, in the sense that he plays the poker tournaments. Maybe he talks in the chat. He's probably talking more now than he's ever talked before. But other than that, no, he's not. In the, I mean, is he in the community, Alex? Well, I've never heard of the guy, so I mean. Well, he doesn't have an account. How could you communicate with him? <laughs> right. But then again, he couldn't fill out a novel, which well, I, I oh, yeah, it was, you know, it was a pretty tough question, especially if you're, you know, from Germany or wherever he's from. Right. And if you're not, if you, if you can just listen to the radio show and, you know, you tried to create a forum account three years ago. Who knows what question there was then? Then you know he might have just said, "Oh, I'm listening to the radio show." Anyway, how many other pistol snatches can be out there? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, how many other pistol snatches are out there? They want to be a part of this, they, but all they're limited to oh, is just want? a poker account because they, they can't figure out about the guy who inherited what the uncle died. It's almost like a Humpty Dumpty. I mean, it really is. Humpty Dumpty went down the hill. Trader Risky, go on. Humpty Dumpty, what? And Jeff Dime, by the way, seems to be vouching for him. So, well, listen. You know what? I don't take my orders from Jeff Dime. Maybe you take your orders from Jeff Dime, but I certainly don't. And I think I can speak for my little buddy, and I can speak for Sonatine, and I can speak for Vintage One. That none of them take their orders from Vintage One. Do you take your orders from Jeff Dime? Absolutely not. Okay, little buddy, do you take your orders from Jeff Dime? I mean, I could care less about Jeff Dime, to be honest. Okay, and I like Jeff Dime, but still, Sonatine, do you ever take your orders from Jeff Dime? Me no, Ricardo. Well, <laughs> okay. So, Daly, what what do you, what should we do here? Well, see, here's the problem: is other than a certain poster, Jeff Dimes probably the second best golf handicapper at PFA. I like him. I said I liked him, but I don't take my orders Damn. from him. That's all, all right. I so said. here's I like him a well, lot. He's a great. I know who he is. He's a nice guy, but I don't take my orders from him. 
something no you may not know about me. I was a collegiate football referee for a while, and I have an expression. The expression is, mm-hmm. you can't yell at the ref for a bad rule. Okay, but the rules don't change just because it's a bad rule. There's an eligibility to be on the free roll, and I'm pretty sure you need to have a valid account on the PFA forums, and there's a, a certain time attached to it. Uh, I think, what is it, six months? you got to be in the community. That way you don't just have people showing up and snapping off a $1,000 free roll. Okay. Daily, this is what I'm going to propose to you then. But if okay. the kid's donating it back, then what does it matter? Well, I don't want them to donate it back. If someone wins it, I want them to keep the money. Okay, so this is this is. Tell me if you think this is a fair ruling. I have fifty dollars at another user set that was going to be combined with your eighty dollars. So how about this? If the kid has a crypto address, okay, I'm going to send him the fifty dollars only if he has Bitcoin because that's how I got it. I send it to him in Bitcoin daily. You keep the eighty since you never sent it to me, and then the next time we do a show or I do something. We'll do something with the 80 bucks. He'll get 50 and he has to keep the fucking money. I don't want it. Then I got to go back, go donate it here. It just, then it gets forgotten. The same money we're using since 2004. We're using the same money for 18 years now. I want someone to keep the money. Okay. Is that fair Sounds enough? Sounds good to me. Yeah, it is to me. Okay. So you keep your 80, but I'm going to hold you to it. Not that it matters because you always give money, but we'll do it with the 80 next time. If the kid has a cryptocurrency, but the problem is how can he communicate with me? I mean, how, how does, how do I, do I have to go into a poker tournament next week when he's at that table and type with him in the poker chat? How, how do I, how does one communicate with someone that has such limited. You could give him the answer to the question. Um, <laughs> that, that doesn't matter. Then Druff has to manually review the account. No, that no, could no, still no, take years. No, no, no. Oh yeah. That will, he'll be able to create an account. That's not that. true. That's not yes, true. It yes, no, it, it is. isn't. You're wrong. You're giving out wrong information. Druff has to Druff has to still click on a button that says manually right. accept. It does. It's not just as simple as that. That's only one Thank of the you. steps. Trust so me, thought, it is. I thought that was for the poker tournament. To create an account, anyone can create an account. No. If you can no. Okay, anyone can create an account, but you can't do anything with the account until Druff manually hits a button that says, okay, like Druff will find out where they're from, what their dislikes are, if they like warm summer park walks, okay, what they like to eat, if they're married, and then he approves them. Okay, I'm kidding. But for real though, it, it's a manual. Okay, look, again, little buddy, if I wanted to get a Bitcoin address, if I wanted to talk with this guy, is there any other way other than me waiting until there's an ex poker tournament and talking with him in a chat room at a poker tournament? Well, I, I know his YouTube account. Okay, stop. There's no chance I'm ever doing that. So answer my, is that the only way he can communicate with the outside world is through PFA poker tournaments? I mean, I can't register. So I, I mean, you know, I don't know what to say. No, but is that the only? That's how. Is that how he's yeah. talking to you now? No, he's talking on on YouTube. Wait, you're talking with him on YouTube? Yes. Oh, he came to our channel. Yes, he's watching yes. the show. Oh, that's actually funny. That's actually sweet. Okay, all right. Um, Jesus, how do I? How do I? How do I? How do I? This is kind of like a couple because how do I get in contact with him in a private way? Like I'm not giving out an email or does anyone, little buddy? Little buddy, do you have a throwaway email account that you don't care about? Does anyone have a throwaway email account that we can communicate them with that we can give out on air and we yes, don't I care? Do. Okay. Yeah. He, can you? T- he can email me. Throwaway account. He can email me at not. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Pistol snatch. Pistol snatch. If you're out there, we're addressing you. Pistol snatch. Okay. Go ahead. Plol. All right. Pistol snatch. If you want your fifty dollars, you can email me at not plol 
at gmail.com. Okay, no way he's going to figure that out. No way. No chance. You have to spell out the letters. N-O-T-P-L-O-L. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to write it down for you. Yeah. It's, how do you do it? It's not P-L-O-L? Yeah, at gmail.com. N-O-T. N-O-T. What okay. else? P-L-O-L. Okay, I'm going to go uh, see my, my hot wife. This is okay. too much. Okay, take care. <laughs> take care, N- guys. Okay. Yeah. N-O-T-P-L-O-L. Um, I'll be hold on, hold on, hold on. N O T P L O L at gmail.com. Yes, okay. So, pistol snatch, if you are there, email a cryptocurrency receive address right there. That's where you have to go, and it has to be received by 3 33 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I will send you $50. Okay, well, so, I, I, I got the random that. people shipping you bitcoin addresses at that email with no way to figure out which one is the real guy but i actually kind of think that's appropriate somehow like that works <laughs> all right the oh, first person right. that emails that address gets that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your bad news oh well i, I think he's sleeping now because he's uh, in europe so it's quite late he, he signed off so he might not okay, okay. Do it 333 specific. okay so this is what we're gonna do we're going we to save everything. Hours. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, is there a way for him? He can message you. We can resume this off air. I want my last half an hour back. Uh, I mean, can, no. he, can he message a YouTube channel tomorrow or next week or something? Sure, we can sure, handle yeah, it. Yeah, he can message okay. The, the, All right. Okay. You know hey, what I'll... they say about the road to hell being paved with the best of intentions? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last half hour. <laughs> That's awful. Okay. P- PFA Daily. So keep the $80 for now. Uh, if this kid gets anything, it's 50 bucks. Uh, maybe I'm not going to give him a penny because he fell asleep on the show. We'll see. Uh, but anyhow, I have nothing more to say. Thank you all for listening, for watching. I do apologize about the last 30 minutes. Um, some might find it funny. Some might not. We'll be back with a normal show soon. Uh, Trader Ruski, any last remarks? Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, just next Saturday is the show. Jeff came on earlier for those of you that may have joined after. And I'm not sure if it was Friday or Saturday, but he will be back with the regularly scheduled show. I thought this went well. Thanks, Dale. Thank you, Daly. Thank you, my boy, Sonatine. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you, of course, Trader Ruski for producing this. And the last thing I want to say is we are all, except for Alex, because he's banned, and that's true, we are all proudly part of a dying, and I mean dying, fifth-tier poker forum that we can't even beg people to sign up. But when they do, I want to just leave you with what you have to answer. Okay, to be a part of our dying, where we can't even pay people to be members. Uh, one more time, please, Alex, and then yank to show Trader Ruski. Yeah, one second. Okay. Norman was broke, but his very sick uncle was rich. He asked his friend for a loan and said, I'll be able to pay you back soon because I'll blank a lot soon once my uncle passes. Fill in the word all lowercase contact us if you need help (laughs) yeah all right thank you all for listening have a great weekend be safe out there we'll be back soon and hit subscribe to our youtube channel shalom peace